Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. Appreciate y'all for being here. Welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel in the building. New, 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 new. Man, this is going to be a long-ass show. So I hope y'all, you know, you can watch it now or you can get the timestamps. This is going to be a long-ass show. Or right, I'm just letting you know right now. I got a lot to cover and I got to get it all in before next week's stories. All right, there's nothing to say. And my computer might shut down. There's so much going on in this world today. And uh, I appreciate y'all for being here. Do me a favor, man. Hit the like button in the building before we get belly deli on you. And we show you that football print. The football pin go crazy in the building. Shout out to everybody that's watching me. And Joe Biden might wander in my room at some particular point. So you got to be careful. Here. I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. All right, man. Uh, Somebody wants to be wrapped up in the warm embrace already. To wrap you in Damn. my warm embrace. And I make it last forever, yes, baby. I catch a glimpse of heaven. When you let me wrap you in. Some of y'all going to get wrapped in that warm embrace for sure. All right. All this weekend. Apparently that dude, the PNB shooter, one of the shooters is has a sugar mama that wraps him in her warm embrace. All right. But look, those are the storylines that we have for the day. And we got a special straggling sniggle theater right to open up the show. Uh, but if you want to make your voice be heard or let your verse be heard or sponsor today's show, you can do so right there. Dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. You got Venmo it's Coach Greg Adams TV. And you also have PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And if you didn't know, the Notorious CGA channel was over there with super chat capabilities over there. If that's so uh, easier for you to do, you can go subscribe over to the Notorious CGA channel over there. You can super chat a couple other channels and all that stuff. Hey, man, without further ado, let's get into this stuff here. I got to get the earlier contributors to today's show before we even get this thing out of hand. Shout out to Jim Status says, get fit, get money. CGA is the gold. Appreciate you, brother. All right. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you, man, Jim Status. And I'm glad you're letting me borrow some of your Instagram footage over there, man, because it's good. Mike, Mike R. Shout out to you. Thank you for that generous super chat. Jay Flo says it's Friday. And you ain't got no job. And uh-oh. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Woo. Tomorrow your rent's due, man. I got so many young girls throwing themselves at me for a fistful of 20s. It's getting out of control. All right. I don't have any time for these people playing on my phone. All right. Playing on my phone. I hate I hate the phone in general anyway. I already don't like phones. All right. But then they be on there playing on my phone. I'm like, look, baby, I know you're 22. All right. But I don't have time to play these games. I'm a grown-ass man. All right, Risky Stuff is in the building. Thank you for your contribution to today's show in the building. Let's check over on Venmo. Venmo, uh, we got, uh, who is this in here? Okay, uh, let me see here. Okay, shout out to Albert Ingram says, there's somebody on Instagram. Yeah, I, I know that person's been around for so long. Uh, people are, there's, there's one person in particular that has a, Pretty much they shadow everything that I do over there. I don't know if they are able to do the stories, but they shadow everything that I'm doing. I saw them a long time ago. I think there was a problem if you reported them, it would it, it would affect my page as well. And they actually used to um, shadow my other channel, my other YouTube pay, uh, Instagram page before it got deleted. So um, the best thing I can do is try to get verified. Unfortunately, 
verification is not easy, even when people mimic your pages. Verification costs a pretty big bag. And don't send me no email talking about, I can help you get verified. Man, bro, you better have, you better be an agency and you better be, you better be good. Okay. You better show me. And I ain't giving you the password to my account. <laughs> All right. All right. Come on, man. I got to know you first. I get a lot of offers uh, uh, to do things and people, you know, I know you know me, but then you come into my life and they're like, oh, let's jump on this real fast. Look, I'm not a look, man. I have trust issues. <laughs> I have trust issues. People be jumping in out of nowhere. I can help you do this. I can help you do that. Pay me, do this, do that. Oh, slow down, bro. I mean, slow down. I be telling people slow down. I think people, um, I don't know what people think about me. I don't know. I think y'all be thinking I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs, just waiting for stuff to happen. I'm on the move. I'm doing stuff all the time. Um, so uh, one of those things is the verification process. I get a lot of offers. I mean, my offers are up the yin yang when it comes to verification offers i can help you get verified and then as soon as i conversate i find one i have a conversation they're like you got to jump through all these hoops and hurdles give me access to your password mm. <laughs> you have to you have to have work the best thing to do <laughs> the kaylee password the best thing to do in order to start working with someone who has exposure is to know someone they worked with right so if you say hey i worked with i worked with myron I've worked with Fresh. I worked with Dominant Donovan. I worked with ADJ. I worked with somebody you know, and we put something together. All right. That's the best way to do it. Cause then I can go back to them and say, is this person legit? Or I worked with Coleon Noir. I, I work with um, whoever, ABL. I worked with somebody. I worked with somebody. And then I can get them on the phone and be like, hey, is this person? Oh, okay. They did some work for you. Okay. Then I can. Then it'll be an easy transition. But if you just come in out of nowhere and be like, hey, let's jump on this thing, I'll be like, settle down, bro. Let me get to know me first. <laughs> get to know me first. I'm not just about to turn over stuff. I, I swear to God, I I got um, um Instagram messages and stuff like that and emails. I get a lot of stuff. I get a lot of offers and sponsorship stuff. I get a lot of stuff going on here. And it's actually stuff something that i never planned for interview requests collaborations my phone rings off the hook and i have to change my number give people bat phones and block numbers blocking numbers every day so please understand that um i'm not sitting here twiddling my thumbs wondering how to make something happen i'm trying to make something happen and if you want to be a part of it i get it you want me to help you out and hire you i get it i got you know editors and that but if you want to be, be down you better have a network or be patient be very patient because I don't just trust stuff and I don't turn over stuff. I don't turn over email passwords. I don't turn over YouTube account passwords. I don't turn over mailing lists. I don't turn over Instagram passwords to get stuff done. You better be reputable. Password is belly deli. All right. But I get a lot of these odd requests and I automatically turn them down. I'm like, nah, man, I don't have time for this bullshit. All right. Then all of a sudden, all my damn stuff gets frozen out. People like froze all my stuff out or they send it, they selling other stuff to my mailing list. It's just kind of gets weird. You know, it gets weird because it's everything's unreal, un, un, um, unregulated, if you will. So uh, anyway, what do we got going on here? Let's get back to this show. We can, let's get back to this show. Oh, we doing the earlier contributors. Somebody said, wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month. Get them EB cards refilled, all right? Get them checks dispersed. Who getting a welfare check tomorrow? Shout out to y'all. Hey, wait. 
Yes, indeed. Let's get them welfare checks rounded out, them EBT cards refilled. He says, I know what the stack women are doing right now. Rest in peace to that clip. We can't show you that clip anymore. All right. But it doesn't matter what I show you over here, unfortunately, because I'm already demonetized. <laughs> All right. I can probably show it now. Jeff, the producer, back in the building. I can't show it anymore. I'm monetized on the other channel, so I can't show it. Jeff, the producer, thanks for being here again. Humble Lee says, Coach, you were cooking yesterday. Another classic. Unfortunately, it went over so many people's head. He says, I love it when you call dudes goofballs. <laughs> Keep saving lives. Shout out to the coach gang. Man, yeah, uh, a lot of stuff goes over people's head because they're ready to play the victim. We all do it. It's a common thing. Uh, we're ready to be the victim. And so I was talking to this. Um, I was talking to this young lady and she was uh, she was pretty much on her knees begging. I mean, she was like, oh, please help me. I'll be your sugar baby. I just won't give you any sugar. And I need about $18,000. I was like, well, if you're down there, might as well open your mouth. I mean, you don't waste a good opportunity. And she was offended. But as I was trying to mentor her, she was not taking any information. All she was doing is handling objections and playing the victim. But she has a need based an emergency need base. Like she needed money in, in about 10 seconds. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And I'm sitting there like, ma'am, the best thing you could do right now is shut up. All right, don't say nothing. And if you're in a situation where you're always going to be the victim, the best thing you could do is shut up. All right, y'all be always talking and then want somebody to help you. How you going to be talking? And I know, I know, I, I know what I need. And I know, I'm like, I'm trying to give you the damn blueprint and this is free information. This is stuff that I charge people for. I mean, you ain't even opened your mouth yet. I haven't even pushed your insides to your esophagus and you can't shut up. Hey, the best thing most people can do is just be quiet. Not shut up. You need to be quiet. That's a little bit better. That's a, Shut up is a little bit harsh. How about be quiet? Now, if you about your thing, all right, and you can thump your chest and you don't need no help to get into the next couple of days, you don't need no rent help, you don't need no EBT card, you can, you can wolf and thunder and lightning. You can yuck it up all you want. All right, that's what I do. I'm sitting over here like, yeah, I'm on my king-ish over here. But do not be out here in need. And then, oh, I know. Just be, just be quiet. Just be quiet. The best thing you can do is be quiet. <laughs> All right, KT King, good morning, CGA. The act of SEGS physically causes trauma along with the chemicals that are released from the brain during and after. He says this is why women are not made to have as many sexual partners. Yeah, they're, well, <laughs> I mean, there's something to that. Like, they want to monetize themselves. They're certainly able to do that. That thing could take a pounding. All right. We're actually not made to do things that many times and back to back. But uh, anyway, <laughs> but I see what you mean. But there is trauma related to it because um, there's emotions attached to it. There's all of the hormones and people get mixed signals and cross signals. And then people end up hurt. Most people end up hurt in relationships after the sex is initi initiated. So you guys got to be careful. Uh, sex is not anything to play with. It's not a joke. It's not a joke, even though you might be someone who's not spiritual there's a very big spiritual connection related to it and i think people take it for granted because it's a physical act and they want to disconnect the physical from the, the the mental and emotional and the spiritual but it's all related all right this is why when uh fresh said shout out to fresh ceo he says i want her soul that's an indication that it's more than physical 
It's more than physical. Now, some of these succubites don't have no soul. They suck your soul. Some of us got the soul sucked out of us plenty of times, right? T curled our toes and everything. That wasn't a physical act. That was definitely something spiritual. <laughs> but yeah, it all ties into it. This is why we say body count matters, right? Because what you did with one person, you bring to the next person. So if you have 30 body count and you have a body count of 20 and you merge together, you're bringing 50 people together. You're bringing all of those people together, all your past, all of their issues, right? You're bringing their, uh, this is why we talk about um, women being imprinted by their first few sexual partners. This is why we say they can't pair bond after a certain amount of time emotionally because they've already been pounded to submission. This is all just not a physical act. And we take it for granted that we can do these things physically, but because we're goofballs, most of us, if not all of us, are goofballs. We try to we try to disconnect these things and don't realize the importance. There's true power in sex. True power in sex. Now, women gonna play the victim. You already know that. AD Austin says a woman from Middlesex County, Massachusetts, deleted her ex-landlord with a hammer after he confronted her about forged checks. She was forging checks in his name and she had or she had stolen forty thousand dollars. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And she deleted the uh landlord. Man, if you guys don't know, there this is not, not a game out here. When you're dealing with women and when it comes to money, they be show nine times out of ten. Do this is why do not believe that strong in independence BS. They are always short on money. <laughs> The reason why I laugh is because they deny it. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've Oslo topped. I've done all of that. They seem to be rather impressed by doing adult responsibilities. Well, what do you mean? I actually pay my rent. I pay my car note. I actually pay all of my bills and my cell phone bills. And you're looking at them. You're like, uh, you're an adult. That's what adults are supposed to do. That's what equal adults are supposed to do. And you're actually impressed by this. No, uh, what's impressive is $20,000 in your bank account. OK, cash money. What's impressive is having an emergency fund. What's impressive is you pay six months rent in advance. What's impressive is you have own home ownership. and You probably aren't late on your HOA fees and or your your real estate taxes or your taxes. That's impressive. Not doing the basics. See, what tends to happen is once you don't do the basics, once you're under that, meaning what I always tell you, today's prices ain't wait. Uh, today's prices aren't yesterday prices, right? So what happens is people are like, well, I paid my rent in my car note. Well, so next month, you could be behind just like that. J just like that. What are you talking about? I paid my rent in car note. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow, you could be disabled. Tomorrow, you could be sick and not be able to go to your job. Now what? Now your rent in car note ain't paid. Okay, being an adult is not something to be impressed by. So they're like, what am I supposed to do with you? Well, I pay all this stuff. Congratulations, ladies, lady. Congratulations, you're an adult. <laughs> all right, anyway. Shout out to no government name. He says, I have been truly enjoying the blue chip mindset series that you have. Thank you for all the game you spit. Yes, indeed. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that people are getting some benefit from this last one, and I got to get going. Thank you. Here, Henry Resilient. Did you see Jordan Peterson crying for being referred to as an incel god 
and being called a pseudo intellectual. Your thoughts? I didn't. I saw somebody did a video, but yesterday I was quite, quite impacted. My schedule was crazy. Yesterday prices is not today's prices. I didn't see the video, but I think Jordan Peterson is suffering from the inside. Like uh, doing this con, doing this type of content and helping so many people. Uh, people saying that you're helping them is is very much uh, a big burden. It's a big burden. It's a big burden, especially when people are disagreeing with you. And just for the purpose of disagreeing you or they're trying to make you look bad. And Jordan Peterson, he has his faults, just like every human being. But he's helping hundreds of thousands, if not at least a million or two men around the world. And he's done that constantly for the last eight to 10 years. All right, maybe eight years. He's written books. He's traveled. He's seen the positive impact that he's had on society. Now, here's the problem. Here's the problem. On the other end of that, there's people arguing with him, trying to say he's making zero sense. It's kind of like the same thing that happened to Andrew Tate, to Kevin Samuels. You see what kind of happened to Kevin, right? Andrew Tate. What they're doing is disqualifying all of these, all everything that he's doing. Despite the fact that he knows and everybody else knows that he's helping people. People look to him for help. People are buying his books. And not only that, and I warn people of this as well. I warn people of this with myself. And I want you guys to really understand this. You don't have to really listen to it, though. It's a, cra it's a crazy burden to do what we do. Because we're almost the only ones you can reach to that can understand you. Not only that, that's willing to understand you. That's not willing to blame you. That's not willing to just push you off and say, screw you, okay? So we're the only ones to do that. We can relate to you. And these are, you, you're coming here. And what tends to happen is you give us all of your energy. I, I consume your energy because sometimes you want to reach out to me. You want to set up a coaching call. You want some mentorship. You want to tell me a story. You send me a DM. Hey, coach, check your DMs. And then I go over there. It's a question, okay? No, I want to check my DM and there'll be a sponsorship. I want to go over and check my DM and there'll be somebody, a celebrity that wants me to talk to their, 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 their stuff or their company. I don't want to go over there and it's a DM. Hey, um, I was dating this girl and because there's thousands of those in my DMs. So what tends to happen is I'm taking on your energy by doing a coaching call. I'm taking on your energy by you trying to relate to your story and listening to you. That's what Jordan Peterson goes through. And most of the time you do it for free because if I literally go over there and answer your question, it's going to be a follow-up question. And you're constantly going to be pinging me and it's going to go up into my main box. And I'm going to be like, look, man, set up a coaching call. Oh, I don't have money for that. Well, I actually turn away coaching calls. I turn away coaching calls because I'm like, I don't have the energy to consume it. Even if I'm getting paid, I'm like, look, I got to live my life. I got to go live the free agent lifestyle. So I just say that to say, Jordan Peterson's 50 times bigger than me. He's 50 times bigger than me, meaning he's got a lot of men looking at him as somewhat of a relate, someone that can relate and be a savior. And then on the other end, you have people intentionally trying to rip him down, intentionally trying to say he only relates to incels. And they're not saying that in a positive way. They're saying that in a negative way. And it's if he's not strong enough, it's going to consume him. If he's not strong enough, it's going to consume him. And I think he's being consumed emotionally. And I actually talked about that when I talked about my channel growth. I was like, I really, you know what I mean? Like, if I grow, I grow. If I don't, I don't. Right? Because I know what comes with that. Eventually, you're going to, uh, the eyes are going to be on you. 
more women are going to be over here. More people are just to disagree for disagree sake. Now, if you disagree with what we are doing over here, it's fine. But do not go into sign language, as Kevin said. Do not go into these things where you're just trying to throw uh, shots at the men in our comment section, trying to throw shots at me based on what I look like or my past relationship history. Trust me, I bet I very much recovered from anything that I've had traumatically in terms of relationships. Now my job is to help other men. I'm not bitter or hurt. I'm having fun doing this now. Okay. In the first year, possibly not anymore. So don't try to put those things on me um, with that burden, but I'm trying to help other men. With that being said, his burden is, it looks like it's taking effect on him. And he still wants to be strong for the men he's helping. But then when people come in just to disagree and discredit him, that's problematic. And it can consume you. All right. So when I say Kevin possibly was consumed by these mysterious forces and people say, no, he just died of natural causes. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I think he was consumed because of the burden he had put on himself in the last few years of his life. It's pretty, it's a pretty heavy burden and people just don't realize what it is. We can't listen to everybody's story, but we can do this. I broadcast so you can take what you can and run, run with it. But we don't have time to listen to everybody's story, but I know everyone needs help. So as one person falls, Jordan falls, Kevin, Andrew, then the next guys take their place and then the next ones get consumed. I mean, that's just the reality of it. So that's what it is. This is heavy stuff. This is not easy. When people contact me, they're in dire straits. They're literally like, I'm going to be in court tomorrow. My kids taken away from me. I'm going to child support jail and I'm thinking of shooting myself. <laughs> and here I am going, okay, what am I going to do with this information? And guess what? He has no money. He has nothing to offer me. I'm not a hotline. People schedule calls with me and they think I'm a hotline. Like I'm just sitting here like this. I wish somebody would schedule a coaching call. Oh, somebody schedule one here. Let's get on now. I don't have time for that. <laughs> I'm not a hotline, but people treat me like I'm a hotline. And I'm not. And so that's what that's why Jordan's breaking down. And I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know from the other side. I'm not a crisis hotline. I'm not. It could take me a week for you to get back. Anybody ever emailed me before? Ask a content creator who's ever emailed me. It took me months to get back. Months. Because I hate email. But <laughs> yeah, this ain't no nonprofit. I got lives to live. I got junior college girls to screw. I got football games to go to, hockey games. I got a life to live. I got to want to go travel. I actually want to go do my content. I'm prepping for content. I have eight channels. So this is what, what I'm telling you this not to complain. I'm telling you what Jordan Peterson went through. I'm telling you what Kevin went through. I'm telling you what Andrew went through. It is what it is. So anyway, so uh, I wish I could be do this for free. I wish I could, but I just don't. I would break down. I would I would can over consume myself with with all of this energy. What we need, what we need is more help for men. This is what we need. And what we don't need is more people coming over here being critical of us just to for the purpose of it. That's all. That's all. That's my that's my soapbox right now. I'll get off my soapbox because the people are thinking I'm complaining about this and I'm not. I'm just telling you it's a heavy burden when people say, "Hey, you help you help me, you save my life or you're my last hope for me seeing my kids." Do you realize how big of a burden that is? Do you realize how big of a burden? Hey, man, my kids are going to be stolen from me forever. What do I do? 
I'm like, I don't, I, what's your name? I'm like this. Wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> like, do you have my book? Did you buy apparel? Did you send a super chat? Why are you telling me to go to your DM? That's an incredible burden. And your, you, your lawyers can't help you. I can't help you. It's kind of like you got to avoid the traps before you get there. This is why I tell you, this is why I tell you avoid, avoid, avoid. That's my best message. Because once you get involved, then it's a whole tangle web. And I don't have the secret play. I do not have the secret play. Don't act like I got the secret play. I just give y'all the secret sauce to survive. Y'all coming over to me like, okay, I'm about to be in jail tomorrow. The baby mom went overseas and's in Brazil with my kids in the jungle somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, what do you want me to do? Avoid. Because once you get into it, it ain't, it ain't no good. All right, look, enough about that BS. Here's the deal. Let's go to an pr impromptu straggle and sniggle episode. Impromptu straggle and sniggle uh, episode. And we got, we got several here. We're going to start off with this woman right here who has, I believe, Gillian Beret. We're going to listen to her. Um, we're going to definitely give her the... But I told you this in 2020, despite the fact that people keep saying my social economic political is all wrong. I warned you about this. <laughs> um, I don't have a bar. I don't have a banner for this, but straggling sniggle. I got like four videos to show you. Now, first of all, this woman is a Canadian actress. Let's go ahead and listen to what she had to say. And when I tell you the barbarian is always at the gate, there's no negotiating with the barbarian. But this person. I don't know, man. She had it all right. She had it all figured out. And now she's struggling. However, that still doesn't help her because she's always submissive to the barbarian. And she says, I will do it again, despite the fact that she's looking like this. Let's go ahead and roll the film. Well, this is not a video I want to make. Um, and it's kind of hard to make because as I'm watching myself, I see um, what I'm going to say, which is I have been diagnosed with Bell's palsy. Sorry, it was Bell's palsy. Bell's palsy. Now, by the way, uh, this was up front, one of the apparent side effects, allegedly, of a certain activity that was being said to be, I'll just leave it there. I'll just leave it there. But this was well known up front that this could possibly be a side effect. But she was, she was telling everybody, that we were anti, you know what, and we were uh, uh, spreaders and all of these things. But here we are a few months later, or at least a year later, and here we are here, here. Which is paralysis on one side of the face. For me, it's uh, this side here, the left, obviously. Um, so I got it about two weeks after getting my vaccine. And you do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. I had a rough go with the vaccine. Um, and I guess still am. But I have to say that I would do it again.
straggling sniggle theater, man. I'm telling you, it's not just for black folk. This, this, this is this is absolutely great. Well, uh, why would you say that? Well, number one, I'm going to tell you why you you submitting to the barbarian. You have no choice. I want. You have no choice. And when you submit to the barbarian, the barbarian, then the goat, there's no negotiating. So you will do as the barbarian says, let's go ahead and listen to the rest of this. And I have no, this is no medical information or advice. I'm not giving anybody any medical information or advice. She's the one doing it. I'm not. Here we go. So I got it about two weeks after getting my vaccine and I had a rough go with the vaccine. Um, and I guess still am, but I have to say that I would do it again because it's what we have to do to see people. So um, I don't know why I'm making this video, but here's my word smile. Oh, uh, man. Oh, brother. Hey, man. Some people don't get it. Let me just go ahead and give her a. This show does not promote hate nor harm of any person based on their gender or their medical information or relationship status. Or I just played the video. And people will double down on, I don't know what. Anyway, viewer discretion is advised. You're choosing to watch this content. I can't take humanity anymore. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. All right, second part of Straggling Sniggle Theater. We're going to go to Clown World already. We already been to Clown World, but second part of Straggling Sniggle Theater is uh this right here. These 304s out here, thirsty as hell. All right, these 304. And ladies and gentlemen, these young girls don't want you. These young girls don't want you. These women think this is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. These basic ass, and these girls, one or two of them look like teenagers. They all look like teenagers. By the way, teenagers be fun for a lot of people. Unfortunately, people don't know it. Uh, and I'm not talking about just the women. Allegedly, PNB Rock's suspect, 17-year-old, has a 38-year-old woman that he gets wrapped in or warm embrace. So if you're not having smoke for that, do not have smoke for over me talking about pedophiles or metaphiles. Oh, by the way. These thirsty-ass girls think this is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And look at the results of that he's getting right now. She's biting him. She's biting his chest. The plain Jane Becky, the nastiest one in the bunch, is biting his chest. <laughs> These thirsty women out here. What is going on? Oh we love him. We love The Rock. She's biting his chest. These girls are all on my seeking arrangement. These are all these all these girls. Your rent's due, motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm sure he dipped in all of these girls, at least two or three of them. Some of these girls are somebody's daughter. This is what your daughters are doing out here, guys. This is what your daughters are doing out here. When you think your daughters are studying and learning how to be a future uh, um, nuclear physicist and astronaut. Nope, they out here with older men biting their chest. So somebody says, I feel bad for younger guys. This is what your future wives are out here doing. This is what your future wives are out here doing. She's still got a handful of nipple right here, this one. 
This is what your future wives are out here doing. These are the girls that are turning you down for dates. These are the girls ghosting you. These are the girls turning their nose up at you, calling you broke. In the meantime, in the meantime, what do you do when there's no one left but you and you're alone? How does it feel? <laughs> right? That's a, yo, that's not really the rock. That's the girls you're out here in your class nervous about running game on. Oh, my God. Let me contact my dating coach. <clears throat> what do I say? I have this beautiful young girl in my class, and I'm just so smitten. Every time I sit next to her at lunch, I like the way she combs her hair. Uh, I like the stylish clothes she wears. Uh, It's just a little thing she does. What do I say to her? <clears throat> what do I say to her? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man, it's a weird, weird world out there, man. Sitting in an asteroid. All right, next Straggling Sniggle Theater episode right here. Uh, we're going to go overseas. We're going to go overseas to women's basketball. All right, women's basketball, Straggling Sniggle style. Here we go right here. Uh, here it is right here. There's a woman here. Looks like she's from Serbia and uh, looks like she's doing a post-game interview. Congratulations to her. Looks like she won. But the losing team seems to make their way into the video as well. All right, so let's take a look at what goes on here. What? No, man. Not, not Tata Alicia. Not. Not not over the African team, not the African team. <laughs> no. So y'all gotta deal with this straggling sniggle stuff overseas. No, straggling sniggle African style. Oh man, what what country is that? Somalia? I can't tell what that is. What is going on? Is that the Dahomey? Is that the woman king tribe? The homie? She got her massage little gun right here. Not the Dahomey tribe. Oh man. Oh man. Look at this white lady in the background. <laughs> she got one hand up. The white Karen from Serbia is like, is this real? Oh, this is Australia. The Australian chick is like, what the hell is this straggling sniggle stuff going on over here? The Dahomey warrior tribe. Shout out to the women king over there. Them women king, man. This, hey, they said they aggressive. They said they was king. Hey, she got a little cake back here, back there. She got a little cake back there. <laughs> <laughs> look at her yeah i had a triple double all right i messed around and got a triple double on them nigerians and they upset headphone game sorry headphone game oh man dude oh get wait with it give him the buzzer give him the buzzer man sapphires for sure they're wearing sapphire colors too what can we do with us people, man? Our people, man. Y'all think y'all gonna go over to Africa and it's gonna be one good thing and everybody was fine and nobody's trying to kidnap you and sell you off into slavery? Mm. <laughs> right? They fighting each other. Anyway, man, let me get to catch up on some contributions before I get way too behind and then we're gonna get into the next episode. All right. Uh, let's see here. Big Dope Butter says, Coach Kane, Coach Gang, keep grinding and growing. Yes, indeed. Uh-huh. Shout out to Leaf is in the building. Thank you, Mr. Leaf. 
All right, Mr. Leaf is in the building. Who's over on Venmo? All right, uh, let's see. All right, oh. He said, this is my last one. He says, then I'm a just joy, uh, let the flow show today. He says, but Joe, check out Kane Brown's latest Twitter post. You literally just called him out last week and CGA is right once again. I know, man, I know y'all want me to be wrong at some particular point. All right, but I be calling out the BS. All right, and it might not make sense to you on a literal sense, uh, but it is right here. Let me see here. Getting okay, okay. So it's like, all right. So the 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 Kane Brown, the Kane Brown quote on Twitter says, "I tell you what, nothing better than getting the okay from your wife to go golf makes you feel like a kid again." Give him an L. You know, Kane Brown. Uh, if anybody doesn't know Kane Brown, he's the country singer, if you will. Uh, he does like hip hop country or somewhat like urban country. What would you call Kane Brown? All right. <laughs> Urban country. He's a mixed race guy. He has a white wife. All do the white girls go crazy over Kane Brown. They go crazy. But this is more of this uh happy wife, happy life. He's literally a millionaire. He's a millionaire. And he puts this tweet out. I tell you, dude, stuff is goofy. Stuff is goofy. Country pop, country pop. I tell you what, nothing's better than getting the okay from your wife, your wife to go golf. Please, are you kidding me, man? Come on, Game Brown. You got to have a little bit more balls than that. That's crazy. Shout out to you. That's that deserves a straggling sniggle right there. That's some gumpy stuff. But again, country is the number one gump um, genre that there is. It's worse than R and B. It's worse than '90s R and B, and that's a that's saying a lot. Let me see what we got over here. Let's see here. Tommy Bryant says, "Shout out to the strawberry lip glop keyboard alphas in the building." <laughs> The strawberry lip glop. I actually had a girl, seeking girl. Oh, I have a lip glop business. Also, my car is getting repossessed next week. Mm. Same person. Like, how are you going to be the same person? You got eight, 18 versions of lip glop that you want to sell out here. I can't wait to build my brand and sell my lip glop. Also, your rent's due, motherfucker. <laughs> Come on. Oh, also, can you give me some money? I'm out of peace leave to say today. All right, shout out to Run Forest Run. He says, keep them veins ice cold, coach. Yeah, man, it's a cold, cold world out here, but my veins is icy, ice cold. All right, Age of Machine says CGA does double duty. He had to go through this BS before he could give advice. It ain't free. Men have to trip, have a triple threat in JLP. I'm sorry, in JP only gets one part. I'm not sure who JP, I said JLP, JP, but yeah, man, we, it's, you know, I, there was a time where I was doing content and growing. Everybody's like, man, you shouldn't be doing this for money. You should be helping men. You're not donating back to men and men's causes. I'm like, do you know what I go through on a daily basis? You just don't realize I've been giving out free, free, free information in game and game and game and dudes be denying and denying, denying. All right. Um, it's crazy. I mean, at some particular point, you gotta, I can't be available to everybody. I'm not a damn, I'm not a skeezer. I'm not a scab peeling skeezer. You don't just get to go ride on me and then just leave me hanging and leaking. Pause. Timothy Garnett, he says, it seems like all these XXs need financial help these days. He says they are desperate for suckers right now, but the RP has shortened their pool of simps. This is 100%, and I don't think they get it. They never really trace it back to go, 
well, some men have woken up or they're listening to uh, a content creator. They just don't get it. They're like, why, why are guys aren't simping? I think guys are now aware of at least a few things that are making them cautious to take in relationships. Not only that, women are expensive. The women, women are expensive, man. I'm women don't know it. I mean, women know it, but they think men just have resources just that they can just come over and drain like a parasite. I always it's I always attach it to that movie, which was called um, I think it's called Spawn. It's kind of related to the Spider-Man character Spawn. I'm not good with Marvel and DC. But my son is watches this movie called Spawn. I think not Spawn. Is it called what is it called? It's not Spawn. It's called something else. Venom. It's called Venom. Yes, KT King. It's called Venom, not Spawn. Spawn something else. It's called Venom, not Spawn. Venom. Venom is the movie that I'm talking about. Well, anyway, I'm watching the movie Venom. That Every time I watch that movie or any one of the movies, I think there's two or three of them. Every time I watch Venom, I go, that's exactly what women do to men in dating. Think about it. They're symbiotes. They're somewhat of a parasite, right? And so what the, paras- what, the, what, the, what the symbiote does is they try to find a match so that the symbiote can survive. If they, if they, if they, um, the symbiote crawls and they try to find a match, if they don't find a match, they still go into the person and then they drain the person's resources, like their physical resources. The liver starts to fail. The blood starts to fail. They start to die. The person doesn't realize what's wrong with them but they just have a parasite inside of them, draining them. And now when they start to about 100% die, the symbiote leaves the person there drained and it tries to find another match. It tries to find another match. They don't care about the person they just drained, the resources or anything. And so the symbiote tries to find another match. And then when they find a perfect match, they refuse to leave that match. <laughs> They're like, no, you match with me. And then the, uh, the person's trying to get the symbiote out. You need to get out of me. You're draining me. Even though the, the symbiote matches with the, the person, the host, the host is still drained. But the symbiote sometimes, <laughs> that's, that's called dating. That's what dating is like for men. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I know women are like, I'm the perfect woman and I'm not that difficult and I'm low maintenance. It doesn't matter how low maintenance or high maintenance you are. You're a symbiote. You're a parasite at best. And you drain men. You don't give men. I know. I actually, when I put this on TikTok, it got taken down, struck down for hate speech. When I say women don't give men energy, they take energy from men. And it's not hate. Women think that they give men energy. How many times have you dealt with a woman in any level? Meaning just having a conversation, just off on a date, um, sex. And after you dealt with them, you felt energetic. You felt like, wow, I can go conquer the world now. Most of the time you'd be like, (sighs) at best you roar and you'd be like, They don't give you energy. They are consumers of energy. They're constant consumers, and they don't do it to destroy you. And and more or less, I'm trying to get around the hate speech. But they're energy takers. They're consumers in that, and that's the symbiotic relationship between you and them. That's the parasite in the hose. 
Now, with that being said, can they encourage you and motivate you? That's what they think they're going to do. I'm going to encourage you and motivate you. You make $40,000, i will make you make $60,000. No, you're not. You're just going to make me be a slave. The $60,000 I make now is all going to go to you. But this is kind of how the relationship works. And unfortunately, they think men have all these resources to just spoil them, spoil me and do me this and I'll do that. And occasionally I'll lie on my back. <laughs> men have figured it out that this ain't it. <laughs> right? this, the little sex you're giving out has been given out and been flooded on the marketplace. It ain't worth it no more. And men don't have unlimited resources. When we do want to treat a woman well, it's not unlimited. I had to explain this to one of my little girls that I deal with legally. Because she was like, I know you got it, right? And she wasn't saying this in a negative way, but she wasn't saying like, I'll just, just give me, give me, give me. But I had to tell her, well, I only see you a couple of days a month. So if I just gave you what I had available, what am I going to do the rest of the days of the month? Like I see you three days. What am I going to do for the next 28 days? I got to get some peace leave from somebody else. I ain't giving it all to you. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? You're not just going to get it all from her. And she was kind of like sitting there like, oh, never thought, never put two and two together. She th Women think they could just hop and hop and hop and drain the resources because they assume a guy's got it. They know they can do the math. You got it. Why aren't you giving it to me? These bras don't care. They're symbiotes. They're there to drain resources. They don't care about your other days. Oh, you got 28 days? Oh, you got other girls? They don't care. They care about them. They care about what they can get from you. And they'll drain you and leave you there dead on the side. And they'll just crawl out of your body and go to another host. It's the Venom. Go watch the movie Venom. And it's exactly that. They're there, they drain, they leave. The same thing as the marriage and divorce. They're there, they drain, they leave, you pay, they find another host. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's not trying to be negative, but it's a true symbiotic relationship between men and women. And every now and then they'll talk about all the things I did for that man. I did all of those things for him. I did so much for him. Okay, name it. Ladies, name what you did for your man. I'll write it down. I'll start writing it down now. Name everything you did for him. Well, I bought him a couple of Jordans, and I bought him some jeans, and I paid for half the date sometimes, and <laughs> I paid for the hotel. He paid for the airline tickets. What else? Okay, right now I got like $2,000 on the docket. Or you, you coughed up $2,000. Well, I never had to give him that. Not many, not every woman would pay for half the date sometimes. And not every woman would pay for airline tickets and you play for the hotel. I actually split the cost with him. I did so much for him. Mm. <laughs> I folded his clothes. I paid two months of his back child support. Mm. Okay, we're up $600, $2,600. $2,600. I bought him a PlayStation 5. $3,100. Where are we at now? We ain't even at $5,000. Now, I guarantee you, you've drained $5,000 out of that man. Easily. You've definitely drained five Gs out. He paid for everything that you gave him. <laughs> Every single thing. Not only did he pay for everything that he gave you, he paid for access to you. So he's paid for that as well. 
whether he paid and having to thrust, throw his back out, or he paid directly or indirectly, he paid. What else did you do for him? That's outside the norm. <laughs> anyway, sorry about this, man. Look, I told you it was going to be a long show, and this is going to be a hard-hitting show. Yeah, buy me a $30,000 vehicle. Now we're talking. We, you, you, you got me a $30,000 vehicle, $60,000 vehicle. Now we're talking. Now you did something for me. Other than that, you did what was normal exchange in a transactional relationship. You did the dishes. You cooked for him. That doesn't, that doesn't mean you get that back when the relationship's over. That doesn't get to say you say, I did all these things. You mean you did your part in the relationship? You did your part in the relationship? And you're trying to get credit for that? Remember, guys, when I tell you this, everything you give her is a gift. Everything she gives you is a loan. She's loaning you these good services until no longer you qualify for it. And then she's going to take it back. You owe me for picking up your dry cleaning. What? Remember I picked up all your dry cleaning? Well, that was what you were supposed to do in the transactional. I was paying for dates. I was doing this. I was doing that. I was giving you energy. I was available to you. I was giving you time. I was treating you. We were hanging out all weekend. I was wrapping you in my warm embrace. What are you talking about? You was living up under me rent free. Well, I picked up your dry, your kids from daycare. I did this. I gave you support during your divorce. I did this. Everything you give her is a gift. Everything she's giving you is a loan. Anyway, <laughs> it never fails. They always want a payback. You owe me spousal support. Why? Well, you owe me because I was taken off the marketplace for 10 years and I had your babies. And I was your wife. You need to take care of me after the fact. Wait, I thought we were equal. Like, why do I owe you after the fact? Like, what kind of deal is that? We're divorced. Go live your own life. You filed for the divorce. Why do I pay you out this for an exit fee? <laughs> anyway, but, but this show is already off the rails. I already. I, why do I owe you an exit fee? I already paid the entrance fee. I paid the interest fee to get into it. Oh, he got me a little ring and I did this and he took me to a honeymoon and he paid for the wedding and he did this and the dress and took care of this and the house and the car and he did this. Now you owe me on the way out. <laughs> what kind of deal are you guys making out here? One more point on this one. This is going to be a long show. We're already an hour in. Lord have mercy. Hey, look. There are some women that will come to you and say, well, remember that time I had sex with you? Now, this is a girl you were messing with. She gave you access somewhat for free. Now she needs a favor. Oh, I'm, I'm moving this weekend. I know you have a truck, CGA. Can you bring your truck over and help me move? Hell no, I ain't helping you move. Remember that time I had sex with you? I'm sorry, what? Well, I didn't charge you. I didn't force you into a relationship. I didn't bother you. I mean, I had you used to come over and have sex with me whenever you wanted. And um, what? <laughs> that was like five years ago. That was five years ago. I haven't touched you since. I haven't asked you anything. We had sex three times. We kept in touch. Now you're trying to barter some old used up peace leave from four or five years ago <laughs> to get me to come help you? What are you going to do? Rat me out on Facebook? I'm going to go on your Facebook and tell everybody you used to sleep with me and take advantage of me. What are we doing, man? I can't go and get my whistle wet on some four-year-old to go peace leave. 
but you owe me because I used to open my legs to you. I swear to God, dude, they always got they, they always got they paw out. And how do you deal with this? Just know it's coming. Literally. All right, let's get to Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> let's get to Rachel Dolezal in the building. Uh, some people are just discovering that she has an OnlyFans, but uh, you forgot I reported on Rachel Dolezal having an OnlyFans last year. This isn't anything new, but here it is right here. It says right here, this is August 2021. The Barbarian was already at the gate on Rachel Dolezal. If you don't know who Rachel Dolezal is, she was the individual who claimed to be transracial. She's actually a white woman from Idaho, a very plain Jane freckled, uh, fair-haired Becky. And she she um, faked to be black, a black woman. And so she put dread knocks all in her hair. And she, you know, used all the lingo of the independent black woman. She actually elevated herself all the way, all the way to the head of the NAACP in Seattle or somewhere in Washington. New, 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 new world order. Now, last year, she announced that she was going to sell feet pictures and squat pictures, which I called her out on this. I was like, what the hell is squat pictures? All right. But she claimed that that's all she was going to do, which I said false. I was like, nah, I know the industry. It's going to be too tempting. It's going to be nice to sell a couple of feet pictures and get in there and all. That's all I'll do. I have the line. But then the reality is going to hit. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And so then this woman started now selling nude photos, which I cannot show you, but they have been leaked on the Internet. All right. But let me just tell you this. Let's just go through this real quick. Oh, somebody said before. What, 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 what is going on here? All right. Hold on for a second. I can't get to the original post here. But uh, but apparently what's happening is she's had her photos leaked on the Internet. I can't find the story, but. She's now selling. I got to find this story. I got to find the story. Hold on for a second. I don't want my computer to uh, crash here, but I got to find the I got to show you the one picture that she is now selling now. All right. So let me see if we can pull it up and I got to give you her age. Oh, first of all, just so you guys can see what who Rachel Dolezal is. She's this woman here. Just so if you don't know. So this is really her right here. She's a fair haired, freckle faced Becky. But here she is transformed herself into a very attractive black woman, by the way. I mean, but uh, she's older than dirt. I mean, when she went to school, they didn't even teach history class. She is the history class. All right. This is how old she is. But now she's selling photos of herself. All right. Let me see if I can find the one photo that she's uh, that has been leaked on the Internet. Let's see if I can find it. Where is it here? Oh, here it is right here. Let's see. Here she is right here. It says right here, she started OnlyFans to honor Rihanna. What? I mean, what? how? But people think she just started her OnlyFans. No, she's been already trying to do this for about a year. But, of course, she had to escalate. There she is right here. By the way, she doesn't look bad, but she definitely looks all of 40, 50 years old. This is not safe for work. So let's just go ahead and scroll down here. It says right here. Uh, let me see. Where's her? Where's her age, please? Nine ninety nine a month to see this woman. Now there gotta be some. There gotta be some desperate dudes. I mean, I can see this woman. I could go on Tinder and hook up with about fifty eleven women that look just like that. I will have my whole calendar filled up. This would be easy pickings for me. But um, let me see where it is. Where? Where's her age? Please tell me her age. Uh. <laughs> I can't even see her age. Come on, man. Y'all gonna make me Google it? 
Y'all go maybe Google it. I think she's in her 50s. She got to be in her 50s, looking like that. 40, bruh, she younger than me? She 44. <laughs> 44. Okay, so now you see why I run from 40-year-old women right now. You know why I be at the junior college. I know y'all say I look old, but we don't sell age. All right, women, you sell age. I know women be like, well, you're old too. Yeah, but that's not what we're selling. This is what people don't get. We don't sell beauty per se. We don't sell age per se. Most of the time, the age works in our advantage, meaning because we're aged, we're a little bit more mature. We have resources. Like That's what our selling point is. So don't just come over here and say you're old, right, too. Compared to her, she's she's old as dirt. I mean, and I'm older than her. We sell another different advantage. And of course, it helps if you're attractive. But most of the time, you don't even have to be attractive as a male. It helps. It certainly does help. But if you have the other things in order, meaning you're mature, you're not like the dumb guys running around here, their same age. You That's what your selling point is. And she's sitting over there younger than me out here selling that thing, slinging that thing around. Wow. Wow. Let me show you another picture of her right here. Twitter is horrified after Rachel Dolezal's OnlyFans picture relief. Oh, why they pick this picture of the woman here? This black queen, this black queen out here, they don't put her out like that. Hey, I'm not subscribing to a damn thing, Revolt. They didn't put this black queen picture out there with her eye all, can't even hold up her eyelashes. And it says right here, a representative shared the 44-year-old uh, created the profile to show off her Savage X Fenty lingerie. They got her with her triple chin, all that neck out here. Uh-oh, man, I can't show that on you. Wow. <laughs> what are we doing? Who grandma is this? What is this world coming to? I'm done. I'm done with this story. But as it sees here, the barbarian is definitely at the gate. And uh, yeah. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Definitely. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Speaking of OnlyFans, we got another story. And shout out to San Antonio Tejas and the Gorditas out there. We got a great show, man. We got a great story about them Gorditas out there in San Antonio, Texas. If you want you a Gordita, you got to go out to San Antonio, Texas. A woman accused of stabbing her boyfriend after he caught after he caught her making OnlyFans account, uh, adult content. Now, here's the thing. Women used to catch their boyfriends looking at adult content you used to walk into your house hi honey i'm home here's the groceries and then your husband sitting in the bed right he's sitting in the bed like this with the remote in his hand looking at the television like this here right oh baby you home he done squash squashy he know you left he was like she's gone my wife's gone to the store oh my god she'll be gone for about an hour you lose track of time you lose track of time you getting all set up you get all the socks and paper towels and napkins and towels all set up. You get the lotion. You get everything all set up. You know she gone. She ain't coming home. Oh, my Lord. You go to your collection. Back in the day, you used to have to go to your collection of DVDs and videos. <laughs> you used to have to go to your video collection. Oh, man. Oh, Pull it on out. Put it in there. Load it up. Now you didn't killed about 30 minutes. You don't even realize how much time you killed. Now you got to go to your big screen. It's private. It's all quiet. 
Yep, you got, oh my God. You used to have to go on the internet, take your whole computer over there. Used to be like this. Used to take your whole computer. You'd be like, let me set that right there. Call up your internet site. Squash, squashy. 30 minutes then went in the background. All right, you don't even know. 30 minutes gone. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you get the going. Always and forever. Squash, squashy. Here we go. Let's put it on up. Now you can call it up on your phone. Right. So you could be anywhere in the house. You have to used to be able to uh, be plugged into stuff. Now you got to go on your phone. All right. So here you go right now. <laughs> and you going in, you get into your spot. It's all warmed up, lined up. You didn't got past the piece of delivery dude at the doorbell. You didn't got past all of the stuff. The firefighter opening the door. You didn't got past the mill scene. You didn't got past all of that. The girl come in. She ate 18, 19 pretty feet. She laying on the bed. You knocked off another 15 minutes. Now your wife went or your girlfriend went on a short trip. Oh, I only needed a few things. Here you go. Squash, squashy. Hand all sausage all in your hand. You about to get to the good point. Here it is. Oh, look at them feet. And then, honey, I'm home. Oh, she, she catch you just like this. Ugh. She comes in. How dare you? This is reprehensible behavior. I feel like you're cheating on me. You're just cheating on me. Why would you watch that? Oh, my God. Look at her. She looks not even legal. My God. She looks like a child. She looks like the next door neighbor girl. My gosh, you have a problem. You are an addict and you're a metaphile. I'm ashamed of being with you and don't ever think you're getting anything from me. You're going to sleep on the couch. <laughs> You're a perv and you're nasty and disgusting man. How times have changed. Now, you go to work. You go to your job. You come back and your girl all in the mirror, lying on her back with her phone pointed in the reflection of the mirror, talking about, lay down. She making OnlyFans content with a, with a, with a, a whole account behind your back. Have times changed? Has time changed? So let's go back to this Gordita story right here, according to Outkick.com. Now she's, when the husband comes home, now they're making content, bro. Busting it wide open, 10 toes up, spread all open. It says a Texas woman is accused of stabbing her boyfriend after an early morning argument over lonely fans. Wait till you see this woman. One might hear that and think that the man was caught subscribing to an OnlyFans account, just as, just as I explained, but that is not the case. Officers from San Antonio Police Department responded to a call of a stabbing at the 5002 Westover Hills apartment just before 2 a.m. on Wednesday morning. Police say the 22-year-old Destiny Jimenez, I am not like those other girls. Ended up stabbing her 25-year-old boyfriend during an argument after he caught her creating adult content for OnlyFans. Times have changed. It says right here, according to the Popo, Jimenez pulled a kitchen knife, um, pulled a kitchen knife on her boyfriend during the argument and made slashing motions towards him. By the way, OnlyFans has led to more stabbings by women on men than any time in history of the world. She ended up cutting him on the chest and forearm in the process of waving the knife at him. It says right here, 
Jimenez is that is to have then stabbed him. Why would they say that? Jimenez is to have then stabbed him in the ribs. Her boyfriend left the apartment and called the Popo in San Antonio. He then later was taken to a nearby hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. As for Jimenez, she was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. There she is right there. I don't know if you can see her. I try to make it larger here in a second. Oh, there it is. There's a level to, of dedication to the content game that we don't see often. Uh, that's not to suggest that it's a content model that should be followed. Well, that's the problem. She's going to get more people following her. You simply can't go around stabbing people when you get caught creating content. That's where the lines get drawn. Lock the boyfriend out and all of that, but leave the knives in the block. As crazy as it sounds, something tells me this will increase her uh, subscriber count. And as you can see here, I have another photo of her. This is her. Can y'all see that? Can y'all see that? Can you see this woman right here? I mean, San Antonio, y'all that down bad? Let's get this dude off the screen. Where's, where's the X marks the spot on this one? I can't see it. Is it that one? No. Tra get Clay Travis ass off my screen. Let me see. <laughs> that ain't it. Get off my damn screen. All right, here we go. Uh, There she is right now. There she is right there, bro. She five foot two. That's a gordita, bro. <laughs> they got lonely fans with them saggy ass waggies. Somebody can't see her. Y'all can't see them saggy waggies. She 22 and already saggy and soggy. And she making those, man, I tell you, man, the, the, the barbarian is at the gate, bro. The bar. She tiny. She not barely. She probably foldable. She probably flexible. But look at that right here. What? Man, the world is going down, man. The world is going down. All downhill, man. Hey, Hector, Ramondo. Go get your girl. Go get your girl, man. Everybody south of the border. It's, it's, it's slim pickings out here, man. This is actually reprehensible. Let's get to these super chats, man. What the, hey, the world's changing. The world is changing right before your eyes, and it's changing so fast. Women used to catch men you consuming adult content. Now you're catching them producing it. Sizzo is in the building. He says, uh, Sizzo, free agent for life, yo. He says, yo, coach, Bell's palsy is serious stuff. I had that before 2018. And he says, um, into 2020, it can calm, it can come from stress and anxiety too. I believe Justin Bieber has that same condition. He says, your boy had to take many options to heal from it. I remember you just went to surgery, but I found acupuncture was the best results. Much love, CGA. Let's go. Feature gang, I think you said feature, but I don't know if you mean feet picture. But congratulations for recovering from it. It's a serious thing. Obviously, anything related to your face, you got to take it seriously because that's what most people see. And I'm sure you're pretty much um like I'm pretty pretty much um insecure about presenting yourself in public when your face looks like that. So if it's there's side effects to certain things, I would consider that before you put your face out there, or else you'll have to go out. Looking like the uh the the phantom of the opera. Kaylin says, What's up, coach? In your opinion, what's worse in marriage when your wife cheats or when she denies you of sex? Um, I think it's uh the I, I want to say the denial of sex, but cheating is just reprehensible on any level for anybody. But the pain that it comes from, obviously, is um is uh most of the time men have made a great sacrifice. I, I want people to understand your significance when you commit. 
women don't understand that. This is why they just say, I'm taking boyfriend applications. Where's everybody? How come nobody wants me? How come guys are rejecting me? Well, a man's commitment is significant. This is why they have also the phrase, he's commitment phobe, or um, he's got, um, he's, uh, what is it like here? He's got scared feet or something like that. You're just afraid of commitment. That's a threat. That's basically like um, them just threatening you because your commitment is super important. Super important. Not because first of all, you're not even made to commit. You're a non-monogamous being. Most men, you're only being monogamous because either you don't have other options or you're just trying to do things religiously or spiritually. Other than that, if those two things didn't exist, you would be non-monogamous. So you're committing against that. Now she has easy access to sex. So sex. So she is not uh, essentially without options. So when she says, I'm giving that up, well, you're giving that up doesn't mean the same as when I give it up. So with that being said, when you do make that commitment and you do support them financially and they do act as a parasite to you being a host and then they give it away for free when you had to work for it. Remember, you had to work for her loyalty, her faith, her commitment. It wasn't for free. She didn't give you that for free. You worked for it. You paid for it. You stuck around for it. You put up with her bullshit for it for years. And then for free, she runs over there and gets her back blown out. I think that is reprehensible. Now, women could probably find a comparable, but there's not much comparable. I think when women cheat on men, they discount the fact that I had to work for what you just gave away for free. It doesn't work the same way on the other way. What I gave away for free you still get the byproducts of the relationship. I can go give away my Johnson, but you can still live up under my house for free. You still getting, you're still getting stuff. Now, if I go start a whole nother family and I start giving the resources to another broad and then I come back to you, oh, I ain't got no money no more and you got to pay half the rent and you got to move out of the house. That's another story. Now the woman can be offended like, damn, like you're giving away what was mine. But I, and she worked for that. She worked to build that house. And all of a sudden, like, nah, you got to move out of the house, but I'll still be with you, but I'll move my new woman in. Now she's got a case. Now she's got a case because she's, she's, I'm taking away what she worked for. Same with women. Now you're giving away free what I worked for. That, that's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> now that I'm not going for. I'm like, shit, I paid for that. I put a ring on that. I took you on vacations. I put my babies in that. I put my babies in that. You delivered my babies. I gave you a house. I gave you a warm bed to sleep in for days on end. And now you go, and I worked for it. I took you out on three, four dates. I waited until marriage to get that peace leave. And now you're going to give it away to some dude for free? Oh, hell no. You got to go. You got to go one way or another. And it could be this way. But I'll let you run. Run, rabbit, run. All right, here we go. <laughs> so the cheating is the most reprehensible. Women are like, this is disrespectful. This is so misogynist. This is untrue. It hurt my heart when my man cheated on you. And then what else did it do? What else did it do? He still was paying the bills. He still was taking you out. He still was letting you sleep in a warm bed. He still was housing you. He still was paying the bills. What else did he, what else did you lose but a broken heart? What else did you lose but your heart? What else? Some respect and dignity? Well, everybody does that. 
He lost his respect and dignity a long time ago in the relationship with you. So what are we talking about? Mm. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Shout out to no government name. He says, coach or coach gang. He says, I've been a workaholic full time working out and taking the college course four to eight hours uh, a week. He says, but I'm having trouble learning how to invest. I saw the BC, the blue chip stocks on what to invest in on the blue chip mindset you put out. Uh, but what proper steps do I need to do to invest? I check out other YouTube channels, but had a gut feeling. My gut feeling is off. Thanks for the content. Well, I don't go into what you should invest in. Because, you know, that's I'm not an investor. Plus, my people, my economists are going to be pissed at me. But what I would say is always trust the blue chips. If you learn what your gamble tolerance is, what your tolerance is to investment, what you're willing to lose. There's so many questions there. So I would say if we have coach game members that are money managers, money market managers, there you go. Go that way. But it's all it's all dependent on a whole bunch of factors. All right. Anyway, and I can't give you that advice. Man, I got Jay Cool says, uh, Coach, listening and applying the blue chip mindset series is way, way easier than applying the information you are dropping today. After all, money is two plus two equals four, but women can be two plus two equals four today, but two plus two equals 22 tomorrow. Indeed. Indeed. When it comes to, uh, we have the blue chip mindset, but when it comes to dealing with women, just know you're going to lose considerable amount of just about everything because what you do for her today is unsatisfactory tomorrow. You don't get carryover points. I used to tell my wife about this when I was married. Um, it's the whole phrase. What have you done for me lately? If I, if I do something today, she's going to be happy. Oh my God. Oh baby. I'm going to get, take you home. I'm going to give you your reward. I'm going to give you this nookie and this cookie. I'm going to give you your treat. <laughs> Thank you, honey. <laughs> I'll take a treat. <laughs> Scooby snack for me. She gets home. Oh, man, I got a little stomach bug. I got, I got a little stomach bug. Perhaps, can I take a rain check? I'll give you your cookie tomorrow. I'll give you your treat. You ready for your treat? Okay, I'll wait. I'll wait to wet my whistle until you're ready. Until the meantime, I'm just be here with blue balls. Whenever you're ready, I'll just, I'll never turn you down. And guess what? Tomorrow, she hit the reset button. Click. Tomorrow, you're going to be like, uh, yeah, remember I did all of those fantastic things for you? Where's my treat? Huh? What? She like this. No, nah, that don't carry over. That was yesterday. Yesterday's prices ain't today's prices. As a matter of fact, the bar is a little bit higher since you did all those fantastic things. Are we doing anything fantastic tonight? You know, I need to be wine and dined. I need to be spoiled. There's men out here on my Instagram ready to spoil me. You might have to double up. How about double or nothing? <laughs> so I said, did they, did my ex do that? All women do this. Stop it. All women do this. Janet Jackson had a whole song where the intro was like, I know he used to do stuff for you, but what has he done for you lately? Sapphire, Sapphire, anyone? What has he done for you lately? Lately? Now, the, the stuff he did for her before, he never got his treat. <laughs> so he stopped doing it. <laughs> and then he don't do it no more. And she's like, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> 
and I'm looking at her hand like, look at that diamond on your finger. You see all this rent? All right, shout out to Thomas Cripps. He says, keep up the good work, coach, so I can focus. So I could focus on my career. I got to catch up, man. This show is going to be four hours by the end of this. And my back going to be blown out. I got to do super chats. Shout out to everybody, man. Just know this this is how the game is played. Um, I'll pay you back. I'll give you some. I'll give you some. Hey, th- there's, a, there's a phrase where women were like, I enjoy sex. I, I give my husband a lot of sex. We have a lot of sex. You looking at her like, Wait a minute, what's a lot? Somebody said pause. Yeah, my back's going to hurt, but it ain't going to be blown out. Hey, check this out. Ask a woman while you're dating her. While you're dating her, she's flooding you with sex. She's, I love sex. I'm a nympho. I have a lot of sex. I'll never turn down sex. That's what she's going to tell you at the beginning of the relationship or somewhere on the first couple dates. Man, I love it a lot. I cannot stand not having it. Now, as the relationship proceeds, it starts to dwindle, just like everyone. There's very few people where it picks up and becomes more. Life happens. Then she's going to say, then you're going to be like, damn, I mean, we used to have a lot of sex. I thought you liked it a lot. Remember you said you a lot? And she will look at you like this, square in the face. We do have it a lot. We do have a lot of sex. You'll be like, no, we don't. We don't have a lot of sex. She's like, what? And you're like, we have like sex like two times a week. She's like, that is a lot. Mm. <laughs> You'd be like this. You're like, wait, 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 wait. That's what you're qualifying as a lot? you like this here. You're like, I didn't move your ass in. I didn't move you in. Now all of a sudden, all you, all you turning in is two times a week? All right, hold on for a second. Timothy Garnett says, here's another few dollars for helping me see red flags from miles away. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Brown 310, my brother's back in the building. Thanks for the support. Age of Machines says, criticizing CGA and JP without acknowledging the pain and duplicity that men have suffered is insulting and sobering. All right, it proves they are meant to be hurt. Yep. When they say that, who hurt you? They just let us go in pain and they don't care. They And they don't even care. Oh, that's Jordan Peterson. They don't even care that we're trying to help other dudes. They don't even care. They just, it's always about them. It's always, we're attacking them. Just like guys say, I'm trying to change women. I'm not, I'm not. I have no interest in changing them. I have no power to do so. I have no power to empower them or inform them. It's all useless information to them, but they're here listening. I don't really care about changing them. I'm trying to help men. All right, Stony Montana says seeking is the full seeking is full of those entrepreneurs facing bankruptcy. He says I saw a chick who was on there and she was an artist but had 47 cents in her bank account. They broke. Your rent's due, motherfucker. They broke. Shout out to Lion Empire Legal in the building. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the trophy. Yeah, man, Jason Robinson. Shout out to the coach gang and the nasty boys from Memphis, Tennessee. Not too far from Tupelo. O-T-O-B-O says, what what you said is very funny. He says, has your ex caught you in a situation when you were watching adult content on your phone? Not on my phone. No, back 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 when I was married, we didn't have smartphones. I think smartphones that just came in towards the end of my marriage. Okay, I know that's how old I am. Smartphones wasn't a thing before uh, 2010. So I I got divorced 
in 20, I got separated in 2012. So before, before, while in my entire marriage, most of my marriage, you couldn't even text on phones. Like the early part of my marriage, there was not even text message. <laughs> like the only thing you had was flip phone. Then you went to you. The flip phones was the thing. We had the little uh, Skype. What was it? The Motorola. They, you couldn't even text back. You could receive a text, but you could even text back. I was like, what is this about? We had them little Nokia phones, the little ones like this that you would leave on a lunch tray. That was 2004. The Razor phone. That was 2004. Right? That's how things have changed in, so fast in our world. That's 20 years, less than 20 years ago. And then, and then, Somewhere in the middle of our marriage, that's when text came up. And that's when a lot of people start getting divorced because now your woman started texting other men. Oh, it's just my friend. And that's just my coworker. That was around 2000. And I want to say six, 2007. Then you think about Facebook becoming popular around this time and Instagram showing up on the scene. Divorce skyrocketed by then because now your wife and your, your mate can reach out to old men. Older, older men from their lives. And Facebook, it was like fantastic. Oh, man, I forgot about you. Oh, man, you can look at their pictures. Oh, wow, wow. That was what, 2006, 2007? Then you go into 2009, 10. Then you go into, by 2010, Instagram shows up. Then smartphone shows up. Man, please. So remember that that's that's how fast things accelerated. And that was just when I was married. I was married only eight, almost nine short years. And things changed infinitely to where then everything became became uh, suspicious and people started acting funny and hiding their phones and black planet. And. Right. So we've all been caught doing things crazy like that, but I didn't have no smartphone to cheat due to cheating. Where are we at here? The actual King Smith, it's hoodie season, CGA, CGA coach gang. Hoodie just showed up at my doorstep this morning. Thank you, man, for studying this. Studying this. I keep saying studying this. Uh, for supporting this, I meant. Jack Vendetta, shout out to my favorite African-American in the building. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? All right, shout out to Don Juan, coach. He says, crazy, I was watching Eddie Murphy on Raw. Last night, saying the Janet Jackson song about what have you done to me lately, and I hear you saying it today. Yes, indeed. And today's information is still relevant, even though times have changed. Let's get to the next one. Thank you for the support. I'll get to the other ones in a minute. But uh, let me do something here. Let me see if I can show y'all something, play y'all something for a quick minute. And uh, it's got to be this one. Right um, here. And here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. All right, it was getting a little hot in that hoodie. 
All right, things are hot, heating up under the lamps. Let's get to the next two stories. Woman who jokes about divorce will eventually divorce you. All right, let's take the quick story on this one. And if you have a story to share with me or a dating profile, which we're going to go through a, a funny dating profile. If you have something to share with me, the best place to do it is on coachgregadams.locals.com. Do not send me a DM. Do not share a story with me. Do not share something that can go to my DMs. I'm not going to get it. I swear to God, I don't be looking at DMs. All right. So if you have something, you don't even have to be a supporter over there. You can be. It's beneficial for you to be a supporter, but you can share it because it goes on my board. And a lot of people share stories that I then share with you. So go share it over there. Don't don't DM me. Don't be lazy and be like, I'm going to just share it with coach. No, I ain't going to get it. I'm going to get it like zero percent time, zero percentage. But I will check my locals. If you have a story, please share it with me over there. I just have to say that. All right. Um, Let's see here. This woman right here, her name. And thanks for everybody that shares content over there because I do use it. Uh, it's right here. Sarah Walsh has a divorce joke after Blue Jays husband gives up Aaron Judge home run ball. Let me just say that. If a woman you're married to, and there is his lovely wife leaning away from him, if a woman ever says, I'll divorce you as a joke, that's your cue to get up out of there. Do not think or take this lightly. This means she already has divorce on the brain and she already is using it against you. And I often have said, when people use divorce in their marriage, it is literally like they're holding the proverbial gun to your head. Meaning that now that they've made you, they put you on notice, now that they, they that you know she's on notice, now she can use it as leverage. Well, you know, I'll just take your kids from them. I'll just take your kids from you and you'll never see them again. Women will do that in a marriage. And you might think she's joking, but that's not a joke. I'll just disappear and hide your kids from you and all you will get is school pictures at best. You, you're put on notice. Let's read this story. Never, never take this lightly. Okay. What you should hear when you hear this is I need to go see an attorney. Sarah Walsh. She's a reporter. She's a sports reporter, as far as I know. And her husband plays baseball. And she's 44 years old. Wait, no, no, I'm sorry. She's 44. And he's younger than her. Yeah. He's younger than her. And he's a baseball player. She's older and a sports reporter. I believe. Sarah Walsh is, a thousand, is thousands of miles away from her husband all right shout out to the gang in here watching it did you get permission from all right here it is right here blue pin uh blue pin blue jays bullpen coach matt bushman so he's a coach for the blue jays in toronto but she's well aware of the historic night unfolding in toronto moments after the yankee star aaron judge hit Home run number 61 to tie Roger Maris's record. The sports broadcaster, the woman here that you see in this photo, 44-year-old, took to Twitter as it was revealed that Bushman, the male here in the picture, the bullpen coach, age 38, initially snagged the ball. That's going to be a great divorce. Now, if you guys don't know, if you're unaware in sports, 
the the importance of the ball is that it could be worth millions. It could be at some particular point on auction. So a lot of fans wanted to catch the ball so that it eventually is like a lottery ticket. Then you can put it up for auction and sale. And um, then you can um, then you can make some money. Then you'll have money. I got money. So the wife was notified that he caught the ball, the, the historic baseball, and that now they're rich, right? In her mind, she's like, hey, I'm good. Let's go ahead and find out what happened. Says right here, it says she took the Twitter. Bad news is that I'm down here in Florida battling a hurricane, but the good news is I can now announce my retirement. So this is this stuff. So I can focus on my career. Why can she announce her retirement? Because he caught the ball. He caught the, the winning ball. Could be worth millions. Who knows? Or at least a couple of hundred thousand. And all she's seeing is the money. I got money. Right? The leech-parasite relationship. Now his importance has went up because he's got the ball. Now, where do we get to the, where does the story go left? A short time later, Walsh, the woman who has been married to Bushman since 2014, joked about a potential separation as he simply gave the ball to the Yankees without checking on his nearest and dearest. So what he did was he was the good man. And not a lot of people do this. So the ball has an importance, meaning the ball is important to Aaron Judge. He could have made a million dollars off of the ball, but he knows Aaron Judge, who hit the home run, probably would want the ball for his possession. And then he said, I'm going to give it back to the Yankees so they can give, give it to Aaron Judge instead of him, him keeping it. You see what I mean? And he didn't check with his wife first, and she got offended. Wow. And then what is she? How does she respond to that? She says, oh, cool. He just handed back. Wait, he just handed that back without checking to see if our house is still here. I next like to announce our divorce. Walsh tweeted in a separate message. Here it is right here. There it is right there. Oh, cool. He just handed back. He just handed that back without checking to see if our house is still there. Now they must live in Florida and she's doing, she's in Florida as well. So she didn't make it about, he gave the ball back. He gave the ball back and we lost out on the money. She said he gave it back. and didn't even check if our house is still standing in the hurricane. So she made it about this. She's just said, it is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. So now she made it about her safety and the house and all of this stuff. And they lost the money. She lost the money. See? I got money. He didn't check with me. I next like to, wait a minute. Let's go back. I next like to announce our divorce. She put that out in public. She put that out in public. Wow. Now, I'll say this. I wouldn't have gave the ball back. <laughs> right? Now, I would probably expect the wife to be like, yo, I'm like, yo, you really gave that back, bro? Like, we could have used that money. You knew we could have used that money. I get it. But why did she have to put his ass out on blast in the court of public opinion with that threat? Why? Now, guys, that's it. That tells me he is. That tells me he's the gump. That tells me he's the happy wife, happy life. That tells me that happy marriage ain't so happy. 
and she just put everybody on notice, on blast. Bushman handed the ball over to the Yankee security per WFAN. Shout out to uh, uh, who used to be the two dudes over there. Uh, dang, I can't remember their name. Oh, Mad Dog. Mad Dog and um, Mike Francesa. I think they were on the WFAN fan. Hours before Judge smashed the historic home run, um, it says right here in the top of the seventh in the Wednesday's game, Wall shared a message on her Instagram story. That's the woman from a loved one that read, quote, I'm super glad that y'all are hunkering down for your lives while Matt is in Toronto hoping Aaron Judge doesn't homer off of one of his guys. What? So they're now criticizing the dude for being at his job. So I can focus on my career. He's away while you got to struggle through the storm. I swear to God, boy, they make men out to be assholes for no reason. Well, as Walsh expressed in the follow-up tweet uh, post, things have taken a turn. Oh, boy. Dude, it's always going to be your fault. You minding your own business at your job. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. You can't win. He doing his job. The, the, the game was literally on schedule a year and a half ago, right? He knew he was going to be in Toronto a year and a half ago doing his job to pay for the mortgage. And the hurricane showed up last week. Oh man, he's 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 not even evading. He's evading his responsibility. And add insult to injury, he gave away the ball. I swear to God, you can't win. You can't win. That's going to be a divorce waiting to happen. All right, let's get to some more blaming Tyrone and Jerome and all of this stuff and Jermaine. Let's go to Chloe Kardashian. Chloe Kardashian. This is the main event story right here. Now, this might seem like gossip, and I know some things I covered, you might say it's gossip, but you guys got to know I'm going to bring it on home. I'm not just going to report it as gossip. I'm going to make it make sense. Now, she says that she's suffering from brain trauma. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. For dealing with Tristan Thompson, who's an NBA player, and his cheating. If you don't know, the gossip says that while she was pregnant with one or two of their kids, he was out there. Uh, busting nuts and impregnating other women. And uh, she chose to then procreate with him again and then has been made out to be the fool again and again. So Khloe Kardashian, everybody knows her. Let's go ahead and go into this story right here so you can see it, but I'm going to bring it all home so it makes sense to you. It says right here, Khloe Kardashian says, Tristan's cheating caused me brain trauma. And I have the medical receipts. So a couple of points that I want to make here for people to understand what happens. Women are always keeping score. Remember, the woman that you're dating right now has notes and screenshots of text messages of arguments you had four and five years ago. She has photos of bruises when she has fallen in a security box. She has receipts of things that you purchased 10 years ago at the ready to hand over to lawyers in divorce court. You're going to be shocked at the detailed information that she has kept. She's going to have a journal full of information of your highs and lows in your marriage. That somewhere, if she's found somewhere buried in the middle of a desert, her sister is going to find, and she's going to have all the details of all of your messy bullshit going on. Okay. With that being said, I tell you, I'm going to bring it all home. The fact that she has medical receipts, they keep these receipts. Yes, your girl. 
She got all the dirty details and the information. So just in case, and they do this for security reasons and manipulation, just in case things go left, she has an accurate portrayal of what to happen. Now, you, on the other hand, you have nothing. You don't got no information, no details. You ain't got a damn receipt of anything you bought in that relationship. And if you did produce a receipt, she's just going to say it was a gift. This is how they work. And this is why I want to make sure that you're aware of this. Yes, your girl. Your girl got notes in her notes, tap her in her notes app of some bullshit that y'all done went through. She got screenshots of texts and she has it in a folder called important documents. They got all of this stuff. So when it goes left, they have somebody to blame. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Okay. And so in this instance, then the next thing you need to know is that the next level of wriggling out a responsibility in the relationship that you chose to be in is to say you've got some trauma. Remember, all they could do is divorce you back in the day, or they could use the court of public opinion and bury you, and then you lose all your friends and your kids, right? You lose your access to your resources and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But what happens is now they don't have access to those things anymore. They don't have child support anymore because you know, they're not getting pregnant like that anymore. And the birth rate's declining and the marriage rate's declining and divorce. They're kind of losing a little bit of ground in divorce court. If you have kids, that's about the only thing they can use against you now. Okay. Now, with that being said, you're hearing more and more ways that women can blame men for choices that they're making in the selection of mates. Tristan Thompson does not have to be with her. She does not have to stay with Tristan Thompson. So why in the world is she staying? She has options out here. All the women will tell you she has options. I got options. I could get it from any man, but they proceed to stay with you. And then when it goes left, they claim the victim. Oh, I got mental health issues from the trauma that I received in my relationship with my past pokey. Okay. I got brain trauma. This is the next escalate escalation into victimhood into victimhood. And now she's going to blame him for, now I know this is none for reality television, but what I'm telling you is now, since a lot of women watch this show, they watch the Kardashians. This is where you have to understand. I always bring it all home. Since they watch this and they no longer can grasp at your commitment, they no longer can ruin you in public. They no longer can finesse you for a bag. They no longer can play the victim. They no longer, now they're going to go, you're going to hear one woman say, brain trauma, and then you're going to hear the next generation or iteration of women say that you caused them brain trauma. See, this is why it's not gossip. You should be looking at this as a oh shit moment. Because what we do is over here is we say, this is how you avoid this. This is how you avoid that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Do not let her move in. Do not marry her. Do not knock her up. Do not. Now, if you do that, do this, do that. And then guys say, oh, well, my next girl, how do I deal with the woman that says I caused her brain trauma? <laughs> They're always going to escalate. We can't keep up with them. They're always going to move that goalpost. They're always going to raise the bar. Just when you think you have it all figured out, just when you think the solutions are there, coach don't give solutions. Oh, I give you solutions. You just don't like the solutions. Just when you think I got it figured out, I got all the red pill information I need. Coach keep repeating himself and I'm out of here. I'm going back to the plantation. 
get take your ass over there, and they got something else waiting for you. Wham. Hey, coach, man, you didn't tell me this. You didn't tell me they were going to pull the brain trauma uh, card out. And I always say, be ready for anything. This is not hate. Be ready for anything when it comes to them. Now, their audience reaches millions of women. Their audience reaches millions of women. What you're going to see from here in the next few years, now that this is out here, now that some women are like, oh, brain trauma, you're going to go see them because they tried the therapy thing and then you call their bluff. And they, oh, you're not helping me through my depression and my anxiety. And then you said, screw you, jump off a bridge and nothing worked, <laughs> right? I'm in therapy because of my uh, boyfriend and my husband. You'd be like, that's your problem, it ain't mine. Now they're going to be in there getting CAT scans. Women are going to show up with CAT scans in divorce hearings. And you know they like to go to the doctor for no damn reason. They Many of them are hypochondriacs. They love to go to the doctor. I don't know a group of people that love to go to the doctor more than the ladies. Y'all be at the doctor for anything. Ain't nail, ingrown toenail. Your knee's a little bit wonky. My knee's wonky. I need a knee brace. And I need ACL surgery. And I got my meniscus tear. Like, how the hell, what? Well, I have insurance. It's free. It's only $20 copay. That ain't free. What? <laughs> Just because you have a benefit does not mean it's free. Why do people say it's go? Well, I have the benefits. Why not? You just padded a whole bunch of doctor's pockets. And now the hospital and the doctor and the insurance company going back and forth, trying to test your wonky knee. All right. And somebody just got paid fifty eleven dollars just to sit there and have you on a table. <laughs> that wasn't $20. That just cost somebody $25,000, meaning the insurance company and the doctor who, who said, uh, your wonky knee, and they charged the insurance company 80, 11 times what it was worth to go check your knee to do this. <laughs> Get your knee. It's not free. I hate when people say that. Well, I got all these therapy sessions that's covered by my benefits. No, what? you have to work for that. That's not free. <laughs> You go to work for that. How's that free? Not only that, your therapist is going to bill somebody else $10,000 to sit next to you and talk. That's not free. You just actually, oh my God, I tore the guy. People are grooveful. Goofy. But they love to be up at the doctor. And the reason why is, first of all, they care about their health. Second of all, it gives them attention. It gives them attention. They can go in, oh, I got a little bit of this. My, I got knock-kneed. I got cockeyed. I got STI. I got urinary tract infection. I got slow heart rate. I got fast heart rate. I got low energy. I got this. I need an IV injection. I need a blood test. Mm. <laughs> they be up in the hospital. They leave work early. Well, I got a doctor's appointment. Leave work late. They, they show up late. I got a doctor's appointment. Meanwhile, men go to no doctors. By the way, we need to start going to the doctor. Men, we need to start going to the doctor because we don't trust doctors. Women be like, oh, I'm in here. Why are you in here today, ma'am? I need a CAT scan. I'm going to look up what a CAT scan costs. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Cost of CAT scan. Oh, Lord. All right, so it says on average, 
the national price is $300 to $6,500. It says right here, some scans can be as high as $20,000. 20000 You call it a CT scan. They call it CAT scan. CT scan. $20,000. Now, by the time they build the insurance back and forth so you can find out if your boyfriend caused you brain drama, it's going to be $60,000 back and forth between the doctor and insurance. If your insurance is good, it's going to be 60000 to somebody. <laughs> I'm just exaggerating, but this is what they do. And then they're going to be like, oh, I, they revealed I got some trauma. Now I need therapy. Now I need some brain medication. Now I need this. I need that. All because of a bad relationship. The relationship goes left that she chose to be in. They in there getting brain cat scans. <laughs> they in there getting cat scans, bro, for a bad relationship that she chose to be in. This is how significant this is. This isn't just gossip. All right. Wow. Let me just read this story here. Chloe Kardashian. This is this is how your girlfriend gonna look right here. She's gonna look like this. I'm going to find out exactly what's going on in my head. This guy's causing me issues, cheating on me. This, she's in there because of a relationship. She's not in there because her mind already bad. Yeah, and she's doing it for publicity, but you have to realize she's also doing it for services to market to other people else. You got to remember there's something called cross-promotion. Cross-promotion. Next thing you know, she's going to be doing commercials. Ladies, we need to get our brains checked. I know relationship. And then she's going to get a kickback. Come on. Mm. <laughs> I'm a person that knows how to grab that money. Come on, man. Then all of a sudden, the doctor, she, hey, the doctor's like, hey, man, if you put me on my show, I'll give you kickbacks to every broad that comes in there and gets a cat, cat scan. Mm. Then she's going to have a whole service. Ladies, here's a network. Call 1-800-CAT-SCAN. Uh, Get your brains checked out. So if you go through a traumatic relationship, you're going to go over there. You get your CT scan. And women are going to show up. I need a CAT scan. And my boyfriend's been cheating on me. And he has 511 hoes. Come on, man. This is tragic for me. This is actually despicable. For them to push this on you. Yeah, they can't get your bag no more because you guys have figured it out. But what do they do? Next level up. They go, oh, okay. Y'all figured that out? We got something for your ass. Yeah, got something for your ass. They always go, look, they always going to come out better than you. Because <laughs> y'all dumb. When you dealing with them, you got to be on your game. Because if you let your guard down one second, they will find that. Get, this is why they call it shit testing. This is why they call it they're testing their limits. It's kind of like their children and teenagers. They're going to find it. How many times have you been in a relationship, many of you guys, and you ain't even thinking about no BS with your girl? The only thing you're thinking about is her cheating on you, right? That's the, that's the worst thing. You're not thinking about, all right, you're not sitting at work typing into your computer. I'm going to figure out how to get over on that woman tonight. You know what I'm going to do when I get home? I'm going to run this shit on her right here. She ain't getting over on me. I'm going to get over on her. You on a job. You got the jackhammer. <laughs> Why you jackhammering? 
You know what I'm going to do when I get home? I'm going to get over on her ass. I'm going to test her limits. I'm going to test how well she's going to I'm going to test her loyalty when I get home. And I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to give her ass the silent treatment and see how fast she talks to me. And I'm going to see her shuffling. You out there with a sledgehammer. Tash. 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 You building buildings, houses. You making deals. You signing record deals. You selling real estate. You waiting for your commission check to drop. You waiting for the eagle to land. She at She's at her job. You know what I'm going to do when I get home? <laughs> She's like this. I'm going to go see if he really loves me. I'm going to check. I'm going to give his ass the silent treatment, and then I'm going to overtalk his ass. And then I'm going to make sure he don't say nothing. I'm going to go see. I'm going to go see everything he do. I'm going to check his library card to see what books he's checking out. And then when he get home, I'm going to check his blockbuster video card. Then I'm going to check his internet search history. Then I'm going to look through his phone. Then I'm going to check his DMs. I'm going to see his Snapchats. I'm going to test the limits. She thinks about that when she's at work. And then she talks to her friends. They're sitting around here. You know what he does. No, honey, what does he do? He has the nerve to take his blockbuster card away out of his wallet. Oh, girl, he took his blockbuster card in his wallet. You need to watch out because he could. Be, he could be not being kind and rewinding. So what you should do, girl, is what you should do. Girl, let me tell you what to do. I did this to the, I did that to my man and I checked how much his loyalty was. And if he don't do this, girl, I'm going to take this is what they do at work, bro. <laughs> they trying to get over all your ass and they always trying to check the heat and check the temperature and what's going on and figuring this out and sharing. Everybody at her work and her work husband and the girls at work, everybody in the lunch line, everybody at the damn lunch truck, know all your business. You know what you should do is you should keep notes in your phone, not just in the journal, because what if the house burns down? Yeah, keep notes in my phone, huh? Yeah, and every time you say something, just slide that record button and record it on video. Keep it there and save it. Save it. And what you should do, you send it over to me, girl, and I'll keep it in a special folder on myself. Don't let him get away with that shit. Soon as he start yelling at you and holding masculine frame, you take your phone and you put it on the side in your hip pocket and you start recording in the voice, the voice memos. Your girl, your girl has voice voice memos of your conversations. I'm giving y'all a real game. Your girl has voice memos of your conversations. Do y'all really know that this ain't a game? She got boxes. She got chalk full of phone, chalk full of memory of voice memos of you and her talking. Remember we showed you in the Johnny Depp? I showed you this in Johnny Depp because there's some women like this is reprehensible. And there's some women like, aha, remember Johnny Depp when he went in and he poured the mega pint full of wine? Remember, she was she was recording him. She set the phone up to record him. Oh, honey. Wow, you're slamming kitchen cabinets. This is unexpected. Did you have a rough night? I'm just so shocked that you're pouring that mega glass of wine. Honey, you need to calm down. Maybe perhaps don't snort too many lines of Coke today. Remember that? And she played the damsel in distress. Oh, and then he saw the phone. He was like, bitch, you record me. And he threw the phone. <laughs> they used it in court. 
Guys, I'm giving y'all game. Now, this is the next level escalation. There it is. Now, are all women going to do this? No. But one of you guys is going to happen to. And one of you guys going to be crying to me. But, Coach, she was my ride or die. We was together, and she said she would never do any of these things. And our love was like no other love. You were bitter and hurt, and I thought just thought you were bitter and hurt. But now I'm down fifty eleven thousand dollars. <laughs> you gonna be crying? I looked at it. You gonna be crying to me, and I'm gonna be like, I told you this ain't no game. When you're dealing with them, you always got to just be like, see, this is why I choose not to deal with them like this. I choose to have my damn concubine. I choose to have a harem and a rotation. Now I'm monogamous. No, 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 no. But you went ahead and your purple pilled ass went over there and you got exposed. I'm just telling you, man. Hey, do me a favor. Hit the like button in here. Chloe laid down on the MRI machine and got a brain scan. And the good doc then said, sat her down with the, and showed her some interesting results. Dr. Amen showed Chloe the telltale signs showing brain trauma. Who knew? But you can see the subtleties and changes in brain patterns that expose such trauma. Now, you're going to get this print out, and you're not going to know what the hell we're talking about here. You're like, what are we looking at, Doc? Well, this is the brain trauma of a pookie finessing a rich woman. Fact is, it didn't take a brain scan for Chloe to show she was traumatized. She's got it documented. As we reported, Tristan egged Chloe on to have another baby back in July 2021. And by the way, I'm not excusing Tristan's behavior. She chose to stay with Tristan twice. That's a choice. It says right here, just like it's a choice when you choose to get finessed and go back in purple pill and get married, and then you come back running to me crying. It's a choice. Uh, it says right here, he chose to have another baby with her in July 2021 when he knew he was having a baby with another woman. The fertilized embryo was implanted in a surrogate in November, and weeks later, Chloe then learned Tristan was having a baby with another woman. There they are. There's the happy couple. It says right here, another interesting tidbit from the episode. This is all marketed. Chloe reveals Tristan proposed to her back in December 2020, something that she kept secret from her sisters for months, saying she wanted to be proud of the relationship before going public with the announcement. Well, that would have been a divorce. Mm. By the way, man, she's actually, I don't know, man. She bought her body. That's incredible. I mean, she was one of the chunkiest, ugliest ones, and she turned out to be what she is now. All right, let's check with these super chats and the co-sponsorships and all of this stuff. Oh, we're only at the two-hour mark. We're going to show you a dating profile, the catch of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, wait till you see this catch. They all think they're catches, huh? I'm a catch. I got boobies. I got, I'm a woman. I got a piece leave. Why don't no dudes want to be with me? Shout out to, wait a minute. Uh, Daylight says, big bro coach, he says, you seen that video of the thug rapper called Fizzle, young Dolph's cousin with the 14 baby mamas, and he got them to line up behind him while claiming he's going to make more in the future. These same girls will claim mental health issues, and they will say. And that's you. It's all over YouTube. Look it up. I actually did a breakdown on that already. I think I talked about it twice. He says, L, it's all Jermaine's fault. I did, I did a breakdown on that where I looked because a person actually took a screenshot and they rated each one of his baby mamas. Remember that one? We went crazy on that one, right? Mm. We did it, and I was like, and people were calling, rating these girls tens. There were some people rating his baby mamas as tens, bro. I was like, where in the hell do they do that at? 
them girls was not, there was probably one nine in that mug. Everybody else was not. Shout out to Tony. Pretty Tony in the building. Pretty Tony Johnson. He says, pause, by the way. Anytime you say Johnson, pause. Thank you, coach, for your tireless commitment and dedication to opening the eyes of these young men to the game. You are the greatest content creator in this realm that I've ever known, and your words are the gospel. Peace be unto you, brother. Shout out to Tony Johnson. Pause. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. And the things that I tell you on a daily basis, it's not that all of these things are going to happen to you, but uh, when one of these, if one of these things happen to you, it's going to cost you a lot of money or it's going to cost you headache and stress. And you're going to say you're traumatized and they're going to be like, no, you're not. They're going to say, you could not live. wait, they're going to say, it is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Um, I'll, I'll challenge someone here. I'll challenge someone. When was the last time that you heard these two things? <laughs> okay, let me, let me tell you the last time you heard these two things. A woman coming up says, you know what? I made too many mistakes in my past relationships. I was not the woman that I needed to be. And I learned from that. And I lost. And when I lost, it was bad. I never blamed the guy. But what I want to do is I'm going to go back to the guy and tell him every bad thing that I did. And I'm not going to blame him for making these choices. But as a, as a woman, as a proud woman, I'm going to take the blame for every negative thing or at least causing the end of the relationship. And now that I've learned this, I want to express that to my man and show him that I can be a better woman in the future. And if it's not a better woman for him, I can be at least a better woman for another man. I want to thank him for all of the things that I put him through and him handling like a man, handling his business and the responsibilities, taking care of me. I'm a better woman because of that. I'm going to go out into the world and be a better woman to a man. How many times have you heard that? <laughs> or, or, or how many times have you heard her friends say, you know what? What you should have done is be a better woman to your man. You was lacking. You wasn't giving him that leg and you was out there cheating. You know what we was doing out there in these streets, right? You know what we was doing. Remember Jamaica? <laughs> Remember Las Vegas? Remember them island boys? You know. So you got some nerve to be out here blaming him for looking at another girl's booty. 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 You have some nerve. He should be looking at another woman because you ain't the woman that he needs. You came up short, ma'am. And what you need to do is not try to blame him. You need to blame yourself. You need to go seek therapy and you need to not be trying to take his kids away from him. He's a wonderful daddy. See, the things that he did in response to the things that you did doesn't deserve a warrant. You dragging him through the divorce court. All right. Just give up custody of your kids and work on yourself. When was the last time you heard that? <laughs> I'll wait. And let me tell you something. You're never going to hear it. <laughs> okay. You're never going to hear it. It's always going to be. And it's all Jermaine Fox. It's always Jermaine Fox. Now, knowing that, I know that going in. So that if I do make a mistake in a relationship, I know it's going to be my fault. Well, you need to man up. Even the men, you need to man up up here. You need to be a better man for these women. It's reprehensible what you're doing out there. I know she cheated on you. I know you caught her with a handful of salami. 
all up in your bedroom with the kids all up in there taking a nap with the kids out there watching, waiting for cookies and milk and your mama getting skeeted in in the back of her throat. That has nothing to do with the See, You wasn't hitting it right. That's your problem. And you wasn't bringing home the bag. You wasn't taking care of her and you was controlling and insecure and you're an incel virgin. Absolutely. You are. And you little, and you got a gray beard, and you balding at the top, and you fat. So, <laughs> no wonder she cheated on you. You wasn't hitting it right, and you wasn't paying the bills. And abusive. Yes, you were abusive, too. You were verbally abusive. You were emotionally abusive. You were financially abusive. And you were physically abusive. And she has the records to show me. She showed me all the records. <laughs> See, that's what you get back in the back in the end of it. It's your fault. This ain't the game, man. So, <laughs> oh, anyway, man, man, he said you a walking L. That's what it's a walking L at the back end of it, guys. Just Nate at the back end of every relationship, and most of them fail. It's gonna be your fault. It's gonna be your fault. Travis Cook says they will do a juice detox and go to the Botox injection the same day, which is literally injecting toxins into the body. It's a clown world out here. Yeah, man, listen, they're on their own. Girls, you're on your own. All right. The Red says, I have read the Free Agent Lifestyle three times in the past year to grasp the principles. Now I realize post-nut clarity is irrelevant since I mastered the discipline. Shout out to the coach game. All right, your secret weapon is turning down sex. Your secret secret weapon is discipline with your salami. Okay, even the guys were like, well, you pay. I was like, I don't pay for sex. <laughs> I don't pay. Now, I, I give somebody a parting gift for being in my presence. I pay them to leave. I pay them so I don't have to sponsor them by the invisible payment that you guys are paying. I don't pay with time. I'm avoiding time. I'm avoiding wasting time. That's discipline. That takes discipline. <laughs> Here we go. I said, you know what? Why don't you have this gift and leave now, please? So I don't have to deal with you. And you make the gift enough for them to get encouraged to get the hell out of your presence. <laughs> hey, here's a gift. There's a gift on my dresser for you. With this gift, with this severance package, you must leave immediately. And you get nothing in return. Like, you don't get to have my baby. You don't get to rat me out in public. You don't get to do any of these things, these goofy-ass games. I owe you nothing until I call you again. <laughs> There's no extra dates after this. There's no insinuating that this is a relationship after this. There's nothing. This is severance. I don't owe you a callback. Absolutely delete my number. As a matter of fact, I've got enough from you. This is it. This is it. If this is it, <laughs> don't text me anymore. Don't lose lose my number. This is a pump and dump. There's a gift for that. <laughs> so you don't feel like I got over on you. Please. If you're having my baby, you you broke the contract. Oh my goodness. That's that's what discipline is. All right. That that's discipline. That's the that's you going, okay. I know the game. I know what's up. 
and you don't have to do it in the payment. You could be like, do you need anything? <laughs> you need some biology books. Your psychology books are good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your car's got to be going to be repossessed. I can, I can take care of that. <laughs> I can take care of that for you. Your car's going to get repo. Here's another 30 days. Thank you very much. <laughs> Here's the door right there. Uh, door number one right there. Mm -hmm. And don't let the doorknob hit you where the good Lord split you or where CGA was splitting you. I appreciate you and you're a good woman and all that. Uh, I'm sure this will be happy for you. Mm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man, it's crazy. It's too easy, man. It's too easy. Shout out to Lyle. And it's legal, too. This is legal. You can you can give people gifts. You do it all the time. You guys pay for dates. You give them all kind of time. You give them with time. You give them with conversation and macking and running game. You give them gifts and you get nothing back in return. You get zero. You're hoping that she passionately might be giving you access to you. Welcome to the dark side, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Loud Pocket says, Coachy, I'm going golfing. I got the okay. Shout out to you, brother. Shout out to you. You got the okay to go golfing, boy. Hey, you ahead of the game. Shout out to the dudes in relationships that are all weekend trying to listen to me on the sneak. Damn, I got to catch up with Coach. I got to catch up. You walking around the house acting like you doing stuff. Listen to me tell you about your miserable marriage. She's giving you honey do this. Honey do this. Honey do that. Honey, let's go to the festival, the fair, the farmer's market. Let's go here. Let's have some fun. You never take me out. You're listening to this all like trying to sneak. Honey, I'm listening to a podcast. What podcast are you listening to? That's a podcast about sports. What's the podcast about sports? Football, basketball. Baseball, hockey, that's all of them. What's the name of the podcast? Take the hint. I am trying to not tell you. Listen to me like this in, in your man cave. Coach, coach, you spitting. Coach is on demon time. I wish I was at the junior college. I'm going go to I'm gonna go make me a seeking account. Let me go make me an account. Your wife behind you looking at you the whole time. Who that ugly ass dude with the picture of himself behind him? Who's that narcissist? Who's that narcissist behind you? <laughs> Go to the junior college. You be at Starbucks looking at girls. Oh, my God. They all have sandal season. It's boot season. Coach is right. They handing it out for a fistful of 20s. Like, oh, my I God. Money. I can't wait. Coach is absolutely right. The junior college is litty. I'm not a narcissist. I'm not a misogynist. <laughs> Sneaking me. My my views are low. And then I come back after the weekend. All the videos got 20, 25,000 extra views. I'm like, what happened? All the husbands in the back in their basement. Oh my God. You outside flipping steaks 50, 11 times listening to me. <laughs> Coach is right. I hate my life. Take me, Lord. Send the asteroid. <laughs> you forgot to check in with your secret account. You didn't log in under your regular YouTube account, making comments. Now she coming back, man. You better log into your extra uh, invisible account. <laughs> yeah, they like who is this coach? Oh, he coaches basketball, <laughs> right? Coach Greg Adams. He's a basketball coach. 
He's talking about the Knicks this year. We're going to be good again. 1970 all over again. We'll be fantastic. He's talking about the Giants, the Knicks, the Jets, and the Mets. We're going to be great, man. New York sports, we're back again. He's a New York sports. All right, let me stop. Let me stop. All right, let me stop. All right, uh, let me let me do this. I got to get over to the cash app, then then the super chats. Thank you for the support. Loud Pocket says, "Do the hope doing the hokey pokey." Yep, Jones G keep spitting facts, Coach. Morning coffee edition. Appreciate y'all. GS Inc. Lord Flash. I don't know what that's in reference to. And the professional advisor says, "Can I get that, Ron Isley?" Yes, indeed. To wrap you in my warm embrace. And I make it last forever, yes, babe. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. Yes, indeed. Okay, super chat time. Thank you for it. It's uh wow, we got quite a few down. Did I get down one? I did. JJ Frost, your spawn analogy was spot on, coach. Thank you, OG. Thank you, man. All right, think about anything. Y'all gonna be thinking about this when you talk about um. Um, when you talk about the the relationship between the parasite and the host. Now, there are some things that women give us. We just have to understand, but we pay for that. Ladies, ladies, let the ladies, ladies, are you here? You still here? Y'all left? I'll tell you two positive things about you, and then I'll tell you things that you give men. Let me get through these super chats, though. Remember I said that, because we got to do a three-hour show. So with that, I'll do I'll, symbiotes. Yeah, the symbiotic relationship, symbiotic relationship. Look it up. I'll tell you positive things, and then I'll tell you two things that you actually give men. All right, uh, hang tight. Turn up your volume, too. Shout out to Rational Irrationality. Says most 304s need a pelvic exam, not a CT scan, coach. Wow. Shout out to you. I'm peppy. Kung Guru says, chick, I'm seeing pull the anxiety card on me. Goalpost successfully moved. Sean in the building. The goalpost will forever move. Just know it's coming. See, when you know it's coming, guys, you don't get hurt. When you know it's coming, you're not bitter. I deal with women. I still deal with people like, you don't date? I don't really date, no. I mate, though. I mate, or at least I practice it. But I deal with women all the time, and they never surprise me. I'm like, oh, here it comes. I'm waiting for the day some 46-year-old woman says, hey, CGA, I recognize your hustle, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to show you everything that I'm going to give you. I'm going to lay it all out on the table. I'm going to pay for your first three days. Don't pay for nothing. Come see me. I'm going to tell you where to meet me. I'm going to cover the check. I'm going to show you how great of a woman I is. I know you don't need my money, but I'm going to just front. I'm going to just show you up front. Nope. These old bras be out here. Spoil me. <laughs> like you're 46, you're 50. Like what the hell are we talking about? Are you be- trying to be my sugar mama? Or you you want me to spoil you? What? What in the world? And that's you. And you got to wait. You got to wait for this. I'm the prize. I'm the table. Oh, are you joking? I know you see me in a black t-shirt. You think I'm basic and desperate. They think you really be desperate out here. They really think you be out here desperate. Um. Anyway, Agent Machine says, let's see the CTs. The CT scans of men who deal with the Kardashians. Better yet, let's see the CT scans of men who've gone through the divorce or false alligators. 100%. Where are those CT scans at? 
All right, Jack Vendetta, you're on point per usual, coach. These reality shows are literally controlling the minds and behaviors of these Babylonian women. I, I think what you see, and I've always challenged you guys, if you want to go inside the mind of a, a lady, uh, especially a lady you're dating, I use that term loosely, what I would tell you to do is get her phone and allow her to, or at least go to her social media sites and follow everybody she's following. Follow everybody she follows. Watch every television show she watches. She watches the Bad Girls Club, watch it. She watches Kardashian, watch it. She watches these goofy-ass shows on Netflix, watch it. Go to her TikTok, follow everybody she's watching on TikTok. Then you're going to see why she thinks the way she thinks. Because the way social media works is you're getting this bit of information. She's getting that bit of information. So by the time you show up and tell her what's what, I've been watching this podcast. I've been watching Andrew Tate. And then you hit her over the head. Well, she's been watching Call Her Daddy podcast. Now y'all both way over here. <laughs> and y'all trying to have a meeting of the minds in the middle. And she's watching Lizzo. And you're here watching the World Wrestling Federation. I mean, <laughs> Y'all both, y'all ain't nowhere close to each other. The only thing you guys do well, halfway well, is have sex. Everything else is on loopy time. Y'all both over here and she over here. And you wonder why you can't communicate. It's getting worse. He doesn't communicate with me. And then when she opens her mouth, she's horrible to communicate with. I'm like, that's why I don't communicate with you. She's refreshing herself from the Lana Rhodes podcast or, or those four old lady, those four old ladies, Vivica Fox and them. She's watching Fox Soul or whatever they show they're on. She's watching Vivica Fox and Claudia Jordan talking about if you're fine, if she's fine in her 30s, she's going to be really fine in her 40s. That's what she's watching on Instagram. Meanwhile, you over here watching CGA. <laughs> what? And you wonder why we way off. All right, let me stop. Flash is in the building. Appreciate you. Kung Guru says, hide the CGA podcast like I'm hiding a side chick. Pause. Yes, indeed. Hide your side chicks. And then he says, Tommy Ryan says, who's the narcissist you watching? I'm dead. Yep. The narcissist. Oh, you watching that old, old bum? He a narcissist and he an incel and he's a virgin and he's bitter and hurt. Obviously, he's had a failed relationship and he's out here doing this because him hurt. And he's a virgin. Do you didn't know that about him? And he's a misogynist. And he's ugly. And he looks like a troll. And he dyes his beard. And he does nothing. He knows nothing social or economical or political. He's wrong and he's dead wrong. And him a metaphile. And he a metaphile, right? <laughs> and him a metaphile. <laughs> I've been called just about everything. And he's ugly. And he don't like his black, he doesn't like black women either. And his mama's black. And he a deadbeat too. He a deadbeat too. <laughs> like what else? What else? By the way, two wonderful things about the ladies that they do, do for men. Um, there won't be a mute on this one. Uh, women, you carry our children. So never, never underestimate the job that we do. We're actually yin and yang. We actually are here compatible because we need each other to make. We really do need women, and I actually support uh, marriage. I actually support marriage when the laws are correct, when it favors men, but unfortunately it doesn't. When it favors children, when people are now here divorcing 80% divorce or 80% uh, 
filing divorce. I support marriage. It's the best way to raise kids. So if you want kids, do it in a marriage. Unfortunately, I can't support marriage in America anymore. But with that being said, they carry our kids. See, first, they think it's their kid. They think it's their seed, but it is my seed. And I did you a favor. I skeeted in you. And I skeeted in you in a time of the month that you can benefit me forever. So you did that for me, and I really appreciate it. But it's nothing but a debt. It's not free. So, yes, you delivered the baby. You carried it. You didn't do anything. It just incubated inside your body. I mean, you didn't die or anything. You did nothing that no other woman that has ever had a baby has done. You, you did it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But you carried my seed. I appreciate that. I will forever be for forever appreciative. Of that. And I will pay probably $300,000 to $400,000 for that debt. Thank you very much. I'm paying for that. So I actually paid for that service. So, I mean, you did it for me, but I paid for it. You know what I mean? And I had to give up sleeping with other women and had to give up my house and home and my peace, quiet, and freedom and my stability, my mental stability and my, I had to give up a lot for it, but you did it. I had to give up time and countless conversations that I didn't wish I was having. I was like the teacher in Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. I had to do that for about 28 out of 30 days. But I appreciate it. You did that for me. You also gave me your commitment, which then you took it back several times and you threatened me that you would take it. And you said, you're not going to cry. I had to watch you cry. And you had to tease me and try to make me jealous by talking to other men. And you had to be caught texting other men. And I had to check after you a bunch of times. And when I caught you, you had to act like, uh, you had to act like uh, that was your work husband or your play brother or your your homie that you went to school with and you had to explain it away. But I appreciate all the things you did. You did those things for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it cost me, cost me stress and anxiety. And I had to go hungry after days and sleep on the couch. And <laughs> thank you for that, ladies. I appreciate it. These are the things they do for you, gentlemen. Comes at a cost, but they do all of these things for me. I appreciate it. Yeah, it made me get gray hairs and balding. And I had to go to court, juvenile court. Domestic violation court, family court, divorce court, child support court. I had to do all of these things in the middle of all that, but that's neither here nor there. But I appreciate everything you did. I do. And these are this is the one great thing about them that we really, really underestimate. And we really have to start putting this information out so that they know we don't hate them. And this is the one thing that they do that they can never, you can never say that they don't do well. And that is this. And that is it, brothers. That is the one. <laughs> That's the one, man. If she could continue to do that, that would make them fantastic. But nope, they're going to leverage it. But I love you, ladies. I love you. I love you. Y'all heard that, right? <laughs> All right, y'all heard that. But that's all I really want at the end of the day. And I had to do all these other things to get that. Okay, anyway. Here's the next story. What, what men really want is they just want access to women. At the end of the day, it's a very primal urge. Men want access to women. Unfortunately, they've made it so that they have to jump through all these hoops and hurdles. I get it. That makes the woman more selective. But that doesn't discount the fact that they've kind of gave these things away for free earlier. And then now they've rose 
put the price up on it later on and I got to pay the high price where the other dude paid the low price. That never really, I can never really, I can never really reconcile that. Men have troubles reconciling that, ladies. Men have trouble reconciling that and they'll never get it because they'll never understand our plights. It's like, okay, previously you were doing dudes in the bushes. You were doing tag teams and getting trains ran on you. You was banging the men you really wanted. Now I got to wait. Now I got to pay a higher price because you learned better that you got manipulated. Now I got to pay a higher price. There's a higher premium for the damaged goods. Like I try to figure that out. I need to know why that's a good deal. And I got to take the package deal of you and your kids and your baby daddy still in the picture. Like I got to still figure out, oh, I'm paying a bag- I'm paying a higher price than your deadbeat baby daddy. <laughs> like where do we, like how do we, Ladies, somebody fill me in. Why is it more? Mm. You were banged in backseats of Jeeps. You were parking lot pimped. You were in the drive-thru at Wendy's. You were sucking dudes off while they were driving you around. He was driving you around in your car. He crashed your car. You paid for it. You tried to sue him in small things court. You didn't take him to child support court. I'm housing your badass, snotty-nosed-ass kid. Like, what are we doing here? Mm. I'm trying to figure out why this is a good deal. You were backstage, underage, adolescence. How you doing? Fine. She replied. Hi, side. I like to do the wild thing. Action took place. Hey, kind of wet. Oh, don't forget the J, the I, the M, the M, the Y, yo. I need a body bag. And now here I am. Here I am. I got money. Here I am paying the bill. For all that. <laughs> Here you were. Look, ladies, you were biting on the rock's nipples, the fake rock's nipples, and I'm paying for it. Wait a minute. And that's you. I got to reconcile this. I have photos of you and video of you biting on the fake rock's nipples. But I now you know your worth. Now that you're 40 and I'm 40, we'd make a great power couple. What are we doing? This is clown world. This doesn't make sense. Mm. <laughs> ladies, I need some help. We're, the ladies are quiet now. Hey, ladies, where y'all at? Where y'all at, ladies? Where you at? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> he said the pebble. I'm trying to figure out, can somebody explain this? I'll pull you up on my show. Ladies, if you're a lady in here, I'll pull you up in my show so you can explain this shit. Let me know in the comment section if you're here. I'll pull you up if you have a good explanation. If you got a, you ain't got no explanation, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about you, the 46-year-old table. Okay. Let men re- reconcile this. Why is the price higher now? Prices should be lower. It should be lower than the price you had it when you were at your premium. You were in your prime sexually. Now it's higher and you're not in your prime? I don't know, man. I'm trying to figure this out. Somebody needs to figure this out. He says age equals wisdom. That's why. Shout out to Dr. Thunder. Here to support. Thank you, man. He says step up. Men, men, are there any simps in the building? Simps, 
a blue pills anybody here blue pill anybody telling us that uh that that we need to step up as men are you watching okay we got this is a perfect segue let's go to the catch of the week let's go to the catch of the week this is a perfect segue into this conversation oh i did my homework I'm wondering why I can't see. Oh, here it is right here. This is what I want to see. All right, so this is a perfect segue into the conversation. Okay, this is the last story. I swear. Let's make this a little larger. This was shared on the mylocals.com. Okay, let's see if I can make this larger. That's what she said. <laughs> Somebody said, hopeflation. Nakia, I see you, girl. I see you, girl. What you got to say? She done put her hand on her face. Okay, here it is right here. Here's a woman here. How can I attract the articular? I'm sure that's particular type of man I'm looking for. I know I can't read, but damn. How can I attract the particular type of man I'm looking for? Okay. Well, let's see what she's got to offer here. That would be part of the conversation. Let's see who you are. It says here, uh, it said, wait, where's my picture here? I got to read it over here. Because otherwise, if I read it off that screen, I can get it. Here it is. It says F, female. All right, that's a start. Age 31. All right, okay. And that's you. Five foot eight. Five foot eight. Okay, I mean, you know. Fit, thick, which means she has big boobs and ass. She's fit, thick. Fit, thick. Now, you always know I don't like these terms, fit, thick, and slim, thick, and all of this stuff. This is just irrelevant. It's kind of like toning. I'm going to go to the gym and tone. There's no such thing as these things. We're just making these things up. But she says she has big boobies and big booty. All right. She's got that booty. And she says she has a pretty face. And she makes good money. I got money. Hello. Hello. I mean, those not too many red flags. Where do I sign up? You fit thick, big boobies. She got the booty. She got a pretty face and a thick waist. Oh, my Lord. And she got her own money. Oh, my God. And she's only 31. She said she's seeking a six-foot tall. Oh, damn. Not the six-foot tall. Not the six. Okay, so you're 5'8". He's got to be six-foot. Now, ma'am, you just eliminated 83% of men. But you you just asked, how can I attract the particular type of man that I'm looking for? Well, the man you're looking for at the six-foot-tall level is going to have much more favor than you. But let's continue. You want him to be thick. Harry. Okay, that's interesting. Harry. I'm not a very hairy guy. Funny. All right. So you want a dancing monkey? You want him to be laid back socially. You mean not the life of the party. Laid back socially. But you want him to be spontaneous and take you out and go to bars and nightclubs and restaurants, but be laid back, not the life of the party. But you want him driven at work. You want him to make some money. But you got your own money. (laughs) Who will take me out to fancy restaurants every now and then. Not all the time, just every now and then. Like more times than I give you sex. So I can wear a new dress bought by him and heels bought by him and drink wine with him bought by him. And we'll stay at home in comfies to watch stupid shows that she watches, meaning Netflix. Sounds like a deal so far. There's a lot there. I mean, you didn't, you basically have more expectations than you presented of yourself. But that's neither here nor there. All you put out right now is that you have a booty and and some titties. 
and a nice face and a little bit of money. You make good money for a normal ham and egger. All right, but let's continue. Let me tell you, she sounds good, but she's not asking for much. Oh, oh, there's more. He will work out with me at the gym five days a week. <laughs> okay, that seems a little bit. That's a specific ask. And will also eat my any dessert I make on the weekends with me. That's specific. She loves a man that loves her confidence and her kick-ass career. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So I could focus on my career. Now he's got to be secure in her career. Oh, you can't be a guy who's not secure. You have to be secure. Loves her confidence, meaning her quirkiness, her sassiness, her snarkiness. That's confidence. And she's going to be at work for 70 hours a week. So you're barely going to see her. But you're going to have time to eat her dessert and go to the gym and watch Netflix and take her out to dinners every now and then. And you have to be driven at work. Okay. All right. Not too much. There's more. But it's not made insecure by it. Okay. You can't be insecure or intimidated by her human resource career. So I could focus on my career. Yeah, her bitchiness. Bitchiness. I'm not, I'm not bitchy. I'm confident. It says right here, secure in himself. Okay, this is a big ask. So I can submit because I know he's the boss and I respect the hell out of him who he is. Okay, all right. You're going to submit to a guy who's going to be basically a, a freaking pansy to you so far. Follow my orders and I'll submit to you. Oh, okay, okay. By the way, you've eliminated about 98% of men by this point, but that's neither here nor there. It says right here, major plus is he likes sci-fi like I do. So we have similar interests. Mm, you just eliminated 99% of men. Also, he likes softball. We're, we're almost at 99.9%. Beer, but you're working out at the gym five days a week. Reading, I can fly twice as high, way up in the sky. He likes being outside. He's not an incel. He's getting, he likes getting and giving massages, her lazy ass massage. I don't know what new girl is. Is that a television show? And of course, the old traveling. He loves to travel because I love to travel. He has to love to travel. Then you're going to pay for 89, 90, 80, 95% of it. She says, men like this, where are you? Where? Come on, guys, you're hiding. Where are you guys? You gotta be, there's gotta be somebody that fits 5011 of these criteria. She says, What do you like in women, you guys like this? How can I attract you and find you in a crowd of these useless incel virgin men who are bitter and red pilled and all these guys and these short midgets and these broke ninjas? Where are you? I've been told I'm intimidating. The words you should never hear from a proper woman. But anyway. No idea what that means in this sense or how to translate it when looking for this man. I can climb like a tree and I'm drooling just thinking about it. He's got to be out here. What's it gonna be? Is it gonna be you and me? What's it gonna be? Now, funny enough, I have a picture of this woman. This woman left us a photo. And we're going to see if what she brings to the table matches 
all of these expectations, I have a wonderful picture to share of you guys. Now, this should give you a kick in the ass right here. Let's see the photo of this woman who's asking, where are you? Where, oh, where, oh, where art thou? Okay, hold on for a second. I got to find the photo. Hold on for a second. I got to find the photo. I got to find the photo. All right, here, here is the photo. It's going to be up on your screen here in just about three seconds. Let me let me get the music ready. Here we go. Now, <laughs> this is why we have a problem in the world. This is why we have a problem in the world, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not being critical of the way she looks, but the way she sold herself, I have a major problem, guys. This is what's happening in the world today. This is what's happening in the world today. These people have put the price up so high that th this woman says she has big old boobies and ass. This is what she says, according to her. <laughs> she says she has big boobs and ass. Now, I see a wide ass. I don't see ass. I see wide. And I see you also got booty do, which means your stomach stick out more than your booty do. So, ma'am, you just asked for the perfect man. And now I'm looking at the soggy, sloppy yogurt here that you put out. And you're wondering why you can't find the guy you want. This is it. Not only that, you chopped your hair off. Okay. I like hair. I'm simple type of guy. Please have hair, preferably real. Preferably past the shoulder length. I'm not a, I'm, this is pretty attainable for a woman. This is pretty attainable. It's not a hard ask. What you asked for the man was excessively hard. But this is a person asking for the top. Now, now, you wonder why the dating marketplace is where it is. You wonder why people say people hit the wall. I won't date anyone under the age of 26 or 25 or 28. Because these this person, obviously, she gone, gone. She's gone mentally. She's gone uh, relationship wise. She's gone in various aspects. I mean, physically, she gone. And but now she's gonna raise the price on you and the expectation. She wants the best man. Now, why does she want the best man? Why does she want the top guys? Because, because, because that guy will come and push her insides to her esophagus at a moment's notice. The guy she described has been inside of her body multiple times. He has been to her bed. He has answered the bell. 
He has answered the bell. He has came over. She's had him right there. She's wrapped. She's wrapped him in. To wrap you in my warm embrace, and I make it last forever, yes, babe. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. <laughs> Now, what has happened as a result is that she's like, damn, I got him right here, right in my grasp. All I got to do now is get this guy to commit. I'm going to give it to him for free. All access, all for free. He going to pump it. Hey, ain't it good? Ain't this the best you had? I'm going to slug and slob you down. And she's lost grips. She's lost him again. Oh, I had him. I had him. I had him right in my bed. I'm going to do another one. She finds the criterias. She gives it to him easy, and she's got him again. All I got to do is hold on. Oh, slipped out of my hands. So in her world, it's easy because she's had these guys. And she's not been able to hold on to one. She just needs to be able to hold on to one. Just to see her for who she really wants her to him to see her as. And she just keeps dropping the ball. Ah, oh, man, I dropped him again. I had him. I had him. I had the personal trainer. I had the rapper. I had the basketball player. I had the guy, the CEO. I had the manager at my work. I had him. And many people think she doesn't have the ability to have that guy, but she does. She's had the guy she met at the gym. She had the guy that will take her out, uh, take her out. But when she pays, she just needs to somehow get him to pay. When she was younger, she had the guy that took her out on trips. Now she's a little bit older. She don't have him. And now she's going, I just need to get this one. I know they're out there. Where are you at, guys? But she can't turn it over, and she never will. So that when you show up, this is when I tell you, they think you're desperate. They think you don't have any options. Well, I'll do him a favor. He's 5'8", I'm 5'8". All right. He's not as masculine. All right. He's got a little beer gut. All right. He's balding. All right, I'll do you a favor. I know nobody else wants you because I would have never given myself to you in my younger days. So nobody obviously doesn't. So I'm going to blow up your phone. I'm going to ask you why you're not jumping on this deal. I'm gonna, I'm doing you a favor. You obviously got nothing going on. Nobody wants you. You're old. You're bitter. You got kids. Eh, I'll do you a favor. And then she finds out you have options. Then she finds out you have standards. Then she finds out you ain't taking that bull and you will take it for free like the other dudes. Then she finds out why you're balking at paying for her date. You're like, pay for your date? What? And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm doing you a favor. Uh, I have options out here. You're a concubine. You're a practice. Now, nothing pisses off a woman like this when she finds out you treat her like practice. See, nothing makes a woman angry when a woman beneath what she believes she is treats her like garbage. See, when Pookie, Chad Tyrone, them, and square square jawline Nim and the model and basketball player in them treat her like garbage and disposable. Oh, she's like, okay, I just need to find another one. But when you treat her like garbage, she pissed. I can't believe you think you could discard me like some used up toilet tissue. I, I ain't having that. No way. She come and slash up your tires. She come throw bricks through your window. She don't do that to Pookie and Ray Ray Nim. And I paid, I did so much for you. I bought you a pair of Jordans and I was seen in public with you. How dare you? And I paid for like 20% of the bill. I left a tip one time. I never left a tip. 
<laughs> and then they wonder why dudes going passport. They wonder why dudes going MGTOW. They wonder why dudes going uh, Top G. They wonder why dudes going CGA. If you listen to Kevin Samuels, you're not my type of dude. Why? Because you can't be manipulated. That means you have standards. And this is why the marketplace is jacked up, period. You don't hear men with excessive standards like this. We keep our standards very simple. But you have this woman right here asking for the impossible man. That, let's just be frank, she is not going to get him. Oh, girl, your bow ass is out there. Oh, don't settle, girl. He going to be out there. All you got to do is hold out hope. But in the meantime, get your insides, pussy, your esophagus. Don't worry, girl. Just have your fun. And when you're ready to settle down, you can settle down and he'll be there for you. He'll see you for who you really are. But in the meantime. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always know it fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want a relationship, but I'm just trying to. And then after she gets tired. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right and wife me the fuck up. And then when the lowest of the low on the totem pole, which most people think are black men, when black men don't jump on it, they're flabbergasted. And, you know, I see TikToks on here all the time that talk about, like, you know, pretty girls and how they're never approached. And it's true. Like, I was just out at a bar. Black men were there. None of them talked to my friends and I. All pretty girls, black girls, none. And it's like, people say, like, finding someone to have sex with you, to take you out to eat, to compliment you is not hard. I can go on these apps clearly and find someone that's ready to have sex with me tonight, right now, without even knowing my last name. Literally does not know if I've just had, just got rid of an STD yesterday, but is definitely willing to have sex with me right now. But finding someone that like is willing to check on me when I say I'm having a bad day, that's too much. And it's just so frustrating because it's like, I'm just myself. I don't know what else to do. And black man, when you don't take them, you don't like black women. Okay, biggest turnoffs. Biggest turnoffs, attitude. Um, what kind of attitude? You know, snobby, bitchy type. Give me an example. Like, if you're sitting there complaining about everything, okay. you know what I mean? That's just negative energy. Like, yeah. I mean, it, you complaining ain't gonna do me no good. Do you like black girls? Of course. And I'm just like, bitchy me, attitude me, complain a lot, me. I guess I'm not his type. Well, I guess he lost out on me. He lost out on a good thing. I guess I'm not his type. All right, let me get to these uh, co-sponsorships today and all of this. Thank you, man, for a wonderful week again. Uh, do me a favor as you're leaving the show, hit the like button. We'll wrap it up with the last brothers that have uh, contributed to today's show. Thanks for a great week, man. My man, DJ B Fit says she's built like the human resource department. She is the human resource department all by herself. Miss Strong and Independent. And shout out to, if you have a complaint about today's show, if you think I was wrong somewhere, contact the human resource department here at the Coach Greg Adams channel, or we call them the practice squad. Thank you for being here, ladies, again. I appreciate you. Uh, I'll see one of you guys probably this weekend if I need you to wrap me in your warm embrace. 
All right, where are we at here? On the Cash App, shout out to Sheldon Ross, we'll call you. He says, let me wrap you in my old embrace. All right, let me see them varicose veins, lady. Let me see all them bruises on your leg. Let me see all that. Let me see all that. Shout out to Loud Pocket says, the symbiote host chilling in the man cave. (laughs) Try to get rid of her. Uh Uh-huh, classy beats always. Uh, Amazing show, coach, as always. Thank you, man. I always see my words out of order. I got somewhat of a dyslexia there. Shout out to Leo. He says, so or suddenly rising says no groovy. Yeah, she ain't no groovy. He says undefeated. Ouch. Ouch. Can you believe that woman had all those expectations? Well, she's a good woman on the inside. You don't know. Yes, and I never will. The only insides I'll know. <laughs> Where are we at? Travis says, uh, When they were children, their dad told them that they were princesses. It took them 30 years to find out he was right. Too bad. It's 30 years too late. Sometimes, you know, uh, they never really figure it out here. As long as they have Instagram, somebody going to simp for them. Somebody going to simp. And that's the wonderful thing about for them is that they'll have that. But that's not what they really want. SAU, happy Friday, coach. We holding the line south of the border. He says, FML. It's about money, peace and experiences the dyes don't work the same actually got to find that lady's clip again i deleted it on accident all right so i got to find the clip kaylin he says uh at 44 sarah walsh should be thankful that she has a younger husband he looks like he could get some peace leave if he wanted yes he definitely looks like he could definitely still get some action and she looks like she's 40 she looks like she's 50 honestly Shout out to Dave in the building. We're going to call you. Let me see if I can call you that. Yeah, we'll just go call you uh, Dave from Wendy's in here. But you did drop co-sponsorship. Where are we at here? Uh, This one. Dave from Wendy's. (laughs) He says, uh, pay intuition as the last pro black. Shout out to the coach gang. Coach, you went in heavy on Lizzo. No pun intended. Yes, indeed. He says, one thing I have noticed. Some RP dating coaches say it is important to hold frame in, in getting compliance. In my experience, you can tell which women are the most submissive and non-combative, which he is more likely to give you the Lewinsky service. <laughs> he said the Lewinsky <laughs> service without having to be asked and not holding it over you or holding over it on you later. Like, yeah, meaning she's going to leverage it later. Hey, remember when I did this? Uh, he says the act in submissiveness in itself which is why i messed that up the act is submissiveness in itself which is why a lot of women don't do it once their marriage happens salute yeah that's gonna happen too for you men you're not gonna get your salami smuggled or she's not gonna succeed after marriage very much if she do it's gonna be on your anniversary or your birthday and if she does it's gonna be lazy it ain't gonna be sloppy if you get married and your wife, if, before you get married, if she's sucking you off, just know it ain't going to be long before she doesn't after she gets married. But um, submissiveness is a gift. It's not something that should be earned. However, unfortunately, women wait too long to find a man to submit to, and they've tried it, and it hasn't worked. But just a bit of advice, women are typically lazy in their submission, and it's disingenuous, meaning she's only doing it to get you to cooperate. So they're holding it as leverage. That would be like me holding my wallet until you cooperate. So they're not doing it because they want to do it and because they want their man to do it, right? They're doing it to get that 
they're doing it to get something. It's always transactional. And if they're doing it that way, it's not genuine. By the way, last point on that. Last point. If a dating coach, an old-ass dating coach, tells you to hold masculine frame one more time, this is now 2022. It ain't 2004 anymore. Masculine frame is somewhat dead, meaning a woman can hold masculine frame against you. And it's only a matter of time before she tests the limit long enough and she breaks the chain and she's off running into the, another neighbor's yard. The reality is the idea of holding masculine frame is an old concept of accepting abuse. Let me just say it again. Masculine frame is an old concept in which a man accepts abuse in order to keep the relationship going. So, yes, it was something back then, but there's too many, too much game now. There's too much game that we should know. For you to accept abuse by you holding strong against it is only going to be to your detriment long term. They got too many weapons in, in their damn uh, armory right now. They got too many bullets in the gun. At some particular point, accepting abuse will, it's going to be the end of you. Is going to be the end of you. So let's just get this right. Masculine frame is a great concept in 2006. But now we're in 2022. Men can ill afford to accept abuse just for the sake of accessing a woman. What you need to do is get rid of these women. When they start abusing you and call them out on their abusive tactics. There's no more need to accept them. There are too many women. There's too many available women out there. And not only that, there's women selling a bit and there's coach buying a bit. <laughs> so tell your dating coaches go back to their show until the masculine frame is dead we are now in the age of peace quiet and freedom we're in the age of peace of mind and if a woman's not offering you peace of mind there's no need to put up with her get rid of her you heard it here from cga all right shout out to kt the king hubie lewis in the news says if this is it it's a red pill song. Yes, it's kind of blue pill, but it's red pill. He says that song has helped me move forward in life many times. Price is wrong. Price is wrong song. There's another song in that genre in that time frame called um, Break My Stride, which Puff Daddy is uh, sampled. But listen to the song. All right. Listen to the song Break My Stride. Listen to the song What Every Girl Wants. All right. Everything she wants. Listen to If This Is It, You Gotta Let Her Go. That's that's the original masculine frame right there. All right, shout out to Jabari in the building. We're just going to say that. I already messed it up. <laughs> Sorry. I messed it up. All right, I just gave away somebody. Uh, anyway. And my, somebody, somebody's going to be Googling. All right, my bad. Very sorry, very sorry. Anyway, he says, uh, <laughs> I'll edit it out. Shout out to you. He says, we don't have to get married to pass on our genes for the economy. He says, we can have the woman's last name to change and make a cohabitation agreement. He says, by the way, what's the difference between the religious ceremony and the legal marriage? Doesn't it both involve the government? And the answer is no. All right. The answer is no. All right. So the, the reality is, I know a lot of guys are trying to do marriage and you're trying to avoid the bullshit. I say, you're just rolling the dice still. Okay. You're you're still rolling the dice. So um, um, I actually talked to a divorce attorney once in the state of California. It could be dependent on your state. 
and I asked and I said, hey, I, I got married not in the United States. I got married in a destination wedding. And he stopped me right there. He said, listen, if it, when it comes to California or when it comes to divorce, it doesn't matter if you walked on coals in a ceremony, spiritual ceremony. If you agree that you had some sort of marriage, if you have cohabitated, if you have filled out an application where you have acknowledged that this is your wife, if you have seen, if your neighbors have seen you and you've introduced yourself to your neighbors and you introduce this person as your wife and she, your husband, okay, you're, you're dead in the water. <laughs> There's no skirting around at all. I just, we just got married in church, but we never, if the Reverend married you and you consummated the relationship through sex and you procreated, they can chalk that up to a marriage. Many times if you've done the, the whole, um, the whole common law marriage where you were together, you lived in a house for eight years and you bought houses together and you filled out a mortgage application and you listed her as the wife dead, dead in the water. So it matters. The it matters, not the ceremony. And just remember this. Just because. You have agreements, a prenup doesn't mean they cannot fight it. I know. Shout out to my lead attorney brother and my brother, uh, Joseph C. Jonathan C. Noble, our attorneys in the red pill. Um, they're, they'll tell you different because they can tell you how to protect yourself. But what I'm saying is my part of the prenup argument is the contesting of the argument. I actually have a short documentary on my CGA Got Game channel about Kevin Garnett. In his divorce, there was a prenup. She contested the prenup. In contesting the prenup, it cost him $300,000 in legal fees. Come on, guys. Now, listen, a prenup can save you, but if she does contest it, and the ground she contested it on was flimsy, but the fact that it was costing him money legally, he just went and paid up legally and, and uh, threw in the towel. So did the prenup help? Well, I don't think she got any further spousal support, but she did get $300,000 in legal fees paid up. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, they had a prenup. She contested it. If she contests it, the court will hear it. And if the court will hear it, attorneys will get paid. How many times has a woman got a prenup and was like, oh, shit, I lost. I won't contest it. And forget about it. Yep, I'm dead in the water. I'll leave with the shirt and pants I came in with. There's too many examples of them contesting a prenup. Contest, contest, contest. Once they contest, most of the time the man throws in the towel. He never says, he never fights her to the bitter end because women will never give up the ghost. They're going to fight you to the bitter end. Men end up saying, well, it's cheaper either to keep her or cheaper to just pay her off and get her to go. That's my point about prenups. I'm not saying that they don't work. What I'm saying is if a woman has enough vigor and enough venom to fight it, it's going to cost you money. Dr. Dre fought his prenup and he lost. He lost over $3 million fighting a prenup. And he still had to pay spousal support because he didn't fight the prenup. The prenup, the fact that she contested it then made it valid. And the fact that he didn't fight no more made the prenup invalid. Or it made it not, yeah, it made the prenup invalid. So it's like, okay, now she gets spousal support because now you, you said, you said that you're not fighting the contesting of the prenup. Bruh, come on, man. 
It's what it is. And don't be mad at women about this. Be mad at yourself for keep making these stupid deals. But if you want to pay your money for an ironclad prenup, play an attorney, go ahead. Go see Jonathan C. Noble. Go see the lead attorney. Go ahead. But if you pick the wrong chick and she fights you <laughs> at $800 an hour and you pay it, you're paying it. She's like, yeah, I'm going to fight him. And it's $800 an hour for my attorney and hers, which is $1,600 an hour. Guess what? Get your money right. Get your money up. I got money. I don't say prenups don't work. What I say is they can contest it. And that's dangerous. Shout out to Pete Rose. After two years monk mode, finding the coach, my life has changed forever. And I can't thank you enough, CGA. I'm 36 and I'll be spending the weekend with a 25-year-old at the coast. Hashtag free agent for life. And we had a sponsor on yesterday's show that I need to acknowledge. Make sure I acknowledge him on PayPal. He sponsored right when we turned the show off. And it was, or maybe it was on Venmo. Maybe it was on Venmo, but I do want to acknowledge the brother. Nope, it wasn't on Venmo. Was it on Cash App? I really don't know where. Oh, there it was. It was Brian Horsley. Shout out to you over on Cash App. Sponsoring today's show in the three-hour mark. I'm getting better. I'm getting better at this. I'm getting better at this. We're at the three-hour mark almost on the dot, so it's time to go. Get your bell money ready. Shout out to the Las Vegas Raiders. Hope we don't go 0-4. Shout out to your football team. Roll Tide and all of that. And the Miami Dolphins is going to be a struggle. Uh, shout out to Tua, man. Hope you're doing well. And so go subscribe to my other channels that are getting content all throughout the weekend. The channels are on the feature channel right here on this channel. Shout out to the Coach Gang. I appreciate y'all. Be mentally stable. Be happy and healthy. And also, peace of mind over at Peace League. We out of here, brothers. We out of here. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. And that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.